Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Today's Sunday session is brought to you thanks to the fine folks at More Beer. Visit them right now at morebeer.com. I want people to believe in me, and I want people to believe in me when they taste my beer. That's what it's about. You mean you laid underneath it and tried to put his tongue up the bung? <laughs> I liked it. actually scoop up the yeast uh-huh. and look at it. 7 o'clock came real early that next morning. Oh, yeah, man. Thanks for dumbing that down for us. You did an awesome job. It's all about food and you beer. Punch me in the junk. Man, that thing was thick. The point is just beat it like it's your dick. I like to smell it afterwards. <laughs> Are you being sarcastic no. right now? No. Yeah. Bring your body armor. I ran into my jungle once on a ball valve on a kettle. That's a true happy now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. All right, hello. My name's Justin. I'm the host of The Session for the last time in a very long time. Um, but not for the reasons oh. that you're used to, which is my <laughs> depends on my own personal issues. We are talking about the death pool tonight. Or, do yes, you know uh, do you have some insider information? <laughs> depends on where you fall. No, we are uh, getting very close to um, the the final stages of uh, construction at the Hop Grenade in Fort Collins, Colorado. Oh, uh, and I just I have to be there. Uh, so I, I will likely, uh, other than maybe a cameo here and there, if I'm wanted. Um, we'll not be back on the show till like August sometime. So see you August. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I'm headed back to Colorado on uh, Monday, and uh, you know, a week from today, I leave only to go to NHC, of course, to join you all at the Great uh, National Homebrewers Conference. Oh. But I'm flying in and out of of Colorado for that, even, and then I'm, oh, wow. I'm pretty much there. Uh, Bringing weed. Uh, <laughs> I guess I guess I could. Uh, um, yeah, so uh, happy to be here for my uh, last show for a, a, a little bit of time, and then you guys, I'm sure, will do a great job holding down the fort. You've been um, here a lot this spring. You deserve a summer break. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Two, two times in a row. Three. Don't, don't want <laughs> maybe me, three. Don't want me getting burnt out again. Right. Yeah, careful. <laughs> so, 
Yeah. Um, uh, anyhow, uh, you guys will do a wonderful job. And tonight we got a great show for you. Uh, I want to thank our sponsor, More Beer. Um, just a wonderful group of people over there who bring you this session and every session that we do. You can go to morebeer.com and check them out. And just uh, great guys. Uh, and tonight on the program, we've got Big Ditch Brewing Company out of Buffalo, New York. Matt Kahn, the president, will be joining us on the show. They sent us uh, quite a bit of beer to try. Um, some interesting ones there. I like that. I like it already. I yeah. think he's my hero already. Exactly. Um, so we'll be doing that in the second segment, as usual. Um, also on today's program, we will be making the death pool official. <laughs> will we have a, a pool hanging on the wall in the studio after tonight? We should. We could, yes. I think we, buy a square. we need to do that. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. <laughs> Hop grenade staff can buy squares. That's a great idea. I think we should do that. They're like, yeah, the boss is dead. I won. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so by making it official, I mean that uh, JP has acquired the services of uh, two medical professionals, a nurse and a doctor. Um, That's correct. And, they uh, just dressed up to, 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 <laughs> a wet nurse? Um, you don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll go into it a bit later in the program, of course, but we filled out some uh, questionnaires for them, and they're going to come in and talk to us and actually give us, for the first time in Brewing Network history, even though we've been talking <laughs> about the death pool since back in the garage, I think. Yeah, it's I think been a so. while. We're going to get a, a real list of... Um, of who's right. at the top. Right. And, and I think we need those boards that we can move up or down on. I'm, I'm yeah. thinking yeah. that we could. The like, names have to be able to move up and even down. Even just a whiteboard, and we can get magnetic strips. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. just bring it in like once a quarter. Mm-hmm. You know, and then and then see. So keep in mind that uh, um, one of the guys who's coming in is um, an alcoholic. So okay. there's Great. that. Yeah. <laughs> the doctor uh, or the nurse? Yeah. It's, the, it's a good question. It's, he's an echo tech. Okay, um, but he's bringing in a doctor. I mean, he's qualified enough, yeah. to you know, um, echo locate your heart. I don't know what he does. Are okay. we going to um, have a live echo on the? Is he going to echo us? <laughs> Just if we could, if we could have echoes on his mic only. That'd be great. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, he's a good dude, Russ. We've, I think we've talked about it a couple of times. Known him for a long time, and uh, he used to work at EJ Fair actually. Okay, um, as like a bartender or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I pitched him the idea, and he was like, "I would love to do that" because he's been bugging me since for like eleven years to be on the show so oh, like, i see you need to bring some sort of of, of of thing some sort of like tangible yeah you don't just get to come sit here and yeah. get drunk he's like i'll just i, I can talk about beer Jay. yeah and i'm like we <laughs> yeah. got we have plenty of freeloaders okay yeah, yeah. No, i'm kidding um so i'm excited for it and he's excited for it too okay we're, we're not, told him he gets we're not giving samples or anything tonight right uh, uh no. oh. yeah. as far as i know no but samples um uh, now <laughs> Did Jamil uh, fill out his form? He did. All right, good. So we really did oh, wow. the whole BN staff. It's not just a session. Right. Okay. Um, I even got one of Dr. Homebrew. Brian Cooper filled his out. Okay, good. Um, I don't know if John Palmer did. Okay. Like, that's how deep we went in wow. the pool, right? Yeah, we wanted everybody who works at the BN yeah. on there. Um, um, I think Shimke did. Okay, our think, social media director. I think Taylor did. Uh, yeah. Okay. The, our, Porno think, Steve. Porno yeah. Steve. you don't know. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't think Jay Goodwin did okay. the other half oh, of the didn't? Sour Hour, oh. but I do know that Moscow did. He did. Good. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I think the only people that haven't, and I don't know if you want to talk about what ha- who hasn't done it yet or not, or if you want to wait for that segment. No, well, I'll just say, uh, that in, uh, unfortunately for us on this uh, particular program, uh, Bevo is not with us today. Uh, she just uh, she's got some things going on that she had to take care of. So, and then uh, Tasty uh, has opted out of of the death pool. 
Uh, so his, which is difficult because if if we were betting men. It's obviously really <laughs> between me and Tasty, who's number one and who's number two. Yeah, That's the fun right. bet. So I'm still mulling over how we're going to do that. Uh, clearly, Tasty still needs to be in the death pool. I, I refuse to remove him from the death pool. We're just going to have to insert him based on what we know. Just he roll. just prefers being poolside in a nice deck chair. We can yeah. roll a 20-sided die. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, yeah, he just uh, personally, you know, obviously, I think people have learned about me over the years, I am perfectly comfortable with my mortality and um, and and my imminent demise, for that matter. <laughs> and all of ours. Um, and and not everybody is so comfortable with that subject, and that's fine. Um, but uh, we are making it uh, somewhat real by by doing it this way. And. <laughs> I thought that would be a lot of fun yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I am a morbid fuck. It's I mean, all fun and games until you go into the bathroom and look in the mirror and say Candyman three times. You know what I mean? <laughs> I guess yeah. now I will be worried if I'm not towards the bottom of this list. If right. you're not now, at the bottom, yeah, I'll be worried for you. Well, well the, the, we got well, Porno Steve, too. We got the young guys between Beardy and Porno Steve. Yeah, but he's in a band, and, uh, dude. Like, he's got a, I mean, you know, yeah. he has, I think that ages a f- you a few years anyways. It could. It, it, the list didn't, at least the questionnaire didn't seem to include any handicap that could put you into extra I risk. Think, I was thinking that about you. Because that's where my <laughs> X factor comes in. Is it did, uh, What if I don't see my death coming? Mm, oh, do you mean just um, like surprised, like hit by a bus? Is that what you're talking about? Oh, yeah, or oh, like, oh, because you can't see. Right, yeah, some uh, vision-related. type of handicaps, yeah. I understand. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, we can bring it up, and, and yes. if they have to revise their right, list yeah. accordingly. Yeah, sure. I, I mean, I in the questionnaire, I told them all my bullshit. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you added, you answered questions that they didn't ask. <laughs> well, <laughs> I just... I, I was five. I was pretty <laughs> thorough. Like, it sounds like you guys added in jokes and shit. I was, like, straight up. I just, I want to know where I'm at on the list. <laughs> so, well, there's nothing like, you know, I'm probably going to get stabbed in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing. That's true. They didn't ask about um, other, like, sort of social and Crazy psychological lifestyle. lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. Environmental uh, risks. That's true, because that does, uh, well, we, we might have to just discuss some of these things with them yeah. uh, when they're in here. Um, so we'll do that later on in the show. Uh, once and for all, we get a real uh, death pool <laughs> list here at the BN. And I don't know if our listeners are as excited as me, but I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Okay. Uh, we should have asked them to give us actual dates, too. <laughs> oh, oh, is that a part of the pool, calling the actual dates? Yeah. Jesus. They have an algorithm That's for it? <laughs> uh, you know, just so I know what day to have a party, I guess. I right. Um, well, party the every day, day and then day die. you need to have a party before. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Um, that's what psychics are for, dude. Yeah. <laughs> See, oddly enough, <laughs> even though I'm really comfortable with all of this stuff, yeah. I am entirely not comfortable with psychics or any sort of future predicting. Because you think uh, they might be right? Uh, I, yeah, and I just because the, like death is like just, it's sort of done, right? You, and you may or may not know it's coming. Whatever, right. like that's all uh-huh. cool. Um, Anything else that they predict in there, I don't want to fucking know and wait for that. Like that stuff, you got to live through. Can, can I? Can I just? Can I just mm. mention how insane you are <laughs> that you put psychics in with future predicting stuff? Like, like, like they're both super number one real. I just worry that they are <laughs> number it's two. What if they are? Well, then you should be going to church. Like the uh, Bible is the, the a number one future predictor. I do a hail mary every now and then. Um, I I cover all of my bases. With, I don't with think those that's how of, most of that works. Well, the Bible tells the end. It doesn't tell what's going to happen between now and then. No, but it's like a like a handbook for living, right? Is what they say. So you should oh, you should act yeah. certain ways and do certain things. I do unto right. others. 
As you wouldn't be done unto you? Yes. Really? Yeah. I don't even think that entire exact phrase is in the Bible. I think that's been paraphrased. It's down the golden years. rule. It's in there. Right. I don't think that's the Bible. The, the King James Version. <laughs> okay. Was interpreted. Yeah, the New Testament yeah, interpreted yeah. version. King Midas <laughs> said. And now you just interpreted it even more. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, I give you shit, give me shit. Justin That's my rule. <laughs> yeah. That's right. All right, uh, so well, we'll, uh, excited. we'll do that a little bit later on in the program. Uh, of course, first, like I said, we've got Big Ditch Brewing Company on. Let me get through a couple of notes for you. Drake's Aroma Coma Day is coming up. Um, that, of course, is the release of their Aroma Coma. That's July 7th. And it's a free event, uh, but you can go buy your tasting packages ahead of time at aromaday2017.eventbrite.com. And uh, that way, you know, maybe you don't have to wait in lines and and do a bunch of things when you go the day of. So um, it'll be a a good time. Come to your senses and join them for Aroma Day 2017. uh, 2017. They're kicking off a sensational summer uh, of beer by exploring the sights, sounds, smells, tastes, and feels of their Aroma Series beers, uh, which they do every year. And uh, a good thing is getting even better with the release of Aromacoma 2.0 along with the dantastically awesome Aromatherapy Triple IPA. So go check it out. Aromaday2017.eventbrite.com and um, yeah, go hang out with the Drakes guys. Do it. Also, as I just mentioned, the National Homebrewers Conference is coming up. It's just around the corner. In fact, it's next week, isn't it? No, a week after. Two weeks. No. Well, I mean, no, it's, it's, a, it's about 10 days from now. I'm leaving on it's this next Saturday. Week. It starts yeah. next Thursday on the 15th. Right. Um, so it is next week, and uh, now's the time to register uh, for HomebrewCon. HomebrewCon is the national uh, is the homebrew event of the year, packing a massive amount of fun and learning into three unforgettable days. It is June 15th through the 17th, where you can join thousands of your homebrew comrades in downtown Minneapolis. Early pricing is still available. Uh, um, oh, actually, no. Early pricing is no longer available. You, if you if you haven't been listening to me up until now, you you missed out. But you can still go register at homebrewcon.org, uh, as you should. We're going to be there having a good time. No BN party this year. I know some of you are are gravely disappointed. Um, it just it just didn't happen. I can't vouch for the unforgettable part. Yeah. <laughs> it's, there's lots that you forget. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a good time, despite having no BN party. We'll bring it back next year in full force. So just come hang out with us at the conference instead, and there's other events going on. Uh, sorry to disappoint anybody. It just uh, couldn't be made to happen this year. I'm a little bummed. It's the first year in uh, 12 years that we haven't done one. But what are you going to do? I'll just have a beer by myself or something and celebrate. Pour a little right. out for... Whoever's at the top of the death pool. We won't even be invited. <laughs> no. You'll just go yeah, have a party. Pretty much. In my room. <laughs> um, okay. You can support us by doing your Amazon shopping. Just hit the Amazon link on the homepage. And you can do that if you're in the U.S. or the U.K., even even after Brexit, I would imagine. Um, so you do your Amazon shopping as usual, and then we just get a little piece of the action. doesn't cost you any more. And I promise we don't really snoop about all the things that you're buying. At least we can't see what your name is when you buy it. That's true, but we are snooping. Yeah. <laughs> you can also subscribe and join the BN Army. That gets you into the More Beer Monthly Donation Giveaway, chance to win 100 bucks. Uh, just make sure your address is current in PayPal. Hit the Donate button on the page. You can sign up for as little as $2 a month. The more you donate, the more you're entered. And uh, that one really keeps us going too so thanks to all of you who have been doing that over the years plus it gets you our newsletter um it's a it's a valuable uh thing service that you do for the brewing network all right go get updates funny quips 
Well. Photos, ideas. Well. Um, different things on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. That's correct. Yeah. If you go on Instagram, you'll see a, a photo of us after the Firestone Walker Invitational Beer Festival mm. in Firestone Walker. Well, three friends and Ken minus Justin. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the photo. It's minus me. It's minus you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you don't remember sleeping? Had I died or? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you weren't. Yeah, you, do, do you remember eating lunch with us? Because if you do, we oh, should talk about then. that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. There's no photos of us yesterday. at the festival. No, on there Instagram? are. I was just, I was just mentioning that uh, Got it. that we went to Firestone Walker and yeah. um, they made a Hefeweizen. Matt made a Hefeweizen, mm-hmm. and uh, Julian Trego talked about it on the stage. Amazing. Okay. Like amazing, amazing, hef- amazing, super good. Great. So, okay, Julian was not wrong. Right again. It was a great festival, too. We had a good time. Did a couple of panels. Uh, you're definitely going to see one of them on our YouTube page soon. Uh, the yeah. other one, we had a, a couple technical difficulties. We're going to try to piece it together and, and get it right. Um, but yeah. we, did a, we did a cloudy versus clear panel with Matt Brennelson and John from Arizona Wilderness and Julian from Beachwood yeah. that I thought was a, a very entertaining panel. The crowd was a little riled up. It was cool. Yeah. We got a cameo from um, Wayne. from Wayne over at Cigar City who uh, – Gave his opinion in no uncertain terms. Uh, and it was funny because you, you saw him in the thing in, in, in the audience and you kind of called him up. Yeah. He mentioned it and he kind of just humbly goes up there and then just fucking vomits a bunch of information and yeah. then just kind of humbly walks back. It yep. was like... Like nothing like, happened. Yeah, soft, aggressive, soft. Yeah. That's <laughs> pretty funny. So we'll get that up as soon as possible and then you can share in the Firestone Walker experience with us. And the rest of it was, as usual, a good time. Hangover inducing and... Uh, um, fun to meet a bunch of our listeners out there, by the way. Uh, shout out to the folks from Modern Times Brewery who uh, invited us to come hang out with them and drink beer and play cornhole. That was a good time. And, uh, of course, uh, shout out to the Rare Barrel and Society for hosting an awesome bottle share. And um, just a lot of good people there. It was another good year. So if you can get yourself tickets next year, you should, even if you got to fly out here for that fest. It's a good one. All right, send your feedback over to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. And you want to do a Twitter game? I do. Me too. All right, Twitter game is brought to you today by the Wine and Hop Shop, locally owned and operated for over 40 years they've been doing this. Great, friendly service uh, with over 50 combined years to brewing experience. Um, half the staff there is brewed professionally. And Brewing Network listeners get $8 flat rate shipping on orders under 50 pounds. Just enter BN Shipping in the notes field of the shopping cart, and your discount will be taken post-checkout. Most items ship within 24 hours. It's the only place to get Wisconsin. Hop Exchange and Gorst Valley Hops grown in Wisconsin. So uh, check it out. All AHA and local homebrew club members get a 10% discount over 100 varieties of hops, 100 varieties of yeast, and over 75 types of malt. Also, they now carry Omega Yeast and Giggy Yeast. So go check them out. It's the Wine and Hop Shop. What's our Twitter game? Uh, well, after coming off a great weekend at the Firestone Walker Invitational Beer Fest, it made us think of you. The listeners. Hmm. So I want you to put together your God-tier BN travel group to spend a weekend with in the BN bunker. Who would you love? Like the top tier, you know, uh, your absolute pinnacle 
uh, selection of people from the Brewing Network all across the shows and have to be the session uh, to travel with and spend a weekend with in the bunker. Okay. Yeah. Is and it like who and why? In it doesn't need to be why, but uh, you know, I, most people I think just throw a why in there anyways. But because uh, otherwise we're just going to vote for the ones who like chose us. It's going to be very difficult <laughs> right, yeah. winner uh, at yeah. the end. I don't know. Maybe yeah. you're so, right. Is this a prize or a punishment for them? The, whatever they want. Oh, okay. Yeah. They choose. Yeah. Sure. All right. Well, God tier. That's like you know they're the best of the best that they would do. So it's a it's a pleasure for them. Well, unless you're a Satanist. It's clearly it's true. Five versions of me. <laughs> right. Justin, <laughs> Justin, yes. Justin and Justin. Yeah. yeah. All right. How about some feedback? Let's do that. Feedback's okay. brought to you today by the Beer Law Center. Our friend John over there runs the Beer Law Center. You can go to beerlawcenter.com and check it out. He protects our trademark. He could do the same for you. He could also help you with your brewery pa- paperwork or anything uh, brewery-related. Plus, his book's coming out soon. Um, that JP, I believe, wrote the forward. I did. I wrote yeah. the forward to the Sitzmankowitz <laughs> files or whatever it's called. Very nice. Yeah. Go to BeerLawCenter.com. All right. Uh, first email is about the Firestone Walker Invitational Beer Festival. As a matter of fact, uh, there's a little note to the three of us. Uh, Beardy, I told you to shut the fuck up at the end of the Firestone Walker Beer Festival instead of properly introducing myself. You weren't even talking. Intoxicated. Me apologizes. <laughs> Never apologize for telling Beardy to right. shut the fuck right. up. Especially if he's not been talking. Yeah, watch this. Shut the fuck up, Beardy. Well, actually, the reason I wasn't talking Beardy! when, he, was, when <laughs> he told me is because he told me to shut the fuck up. Oh, I see. Uh, JP? Yes. Thank Hi. you for not being too much of a bitch during the beer clarity panel. You're welcome. Could have done without the slow clap at one point, but I'll survive. <laughs> yeah, after Wayne was like uh, talking about his experiment of that he threw everything through a centrifuge and he mm-hmm. preferred the cl- the clarified cloudy beer, yeah. I just did the biggest slow clap in the entire universe. <laughs> yeah. I even saw a couple fist pumps. <laughs> it was great, yeah. man. <laughs> Justin, saw you walking around pretty nimbly throughout the event. A casual observer would have no idea your nimbly. feet are all sorts of fucked up. The B vitamins must be working. Um, you nimble little vixen. Yeah, they're not working on the feet, though. i got to call the doctor back. Mm. Let's see what we can do. You'll never do that, though. Yeah. Uh, after today, that. we'll see what happens. With the, <laughs> you might be right on the phone see with See what them. other advice the doctor <laughs> yeah. gives me. Uh, JP, uh, finish the show. i got to go to the ER. I mean, clearly, I'm just going to use this segment as a as a, a visit about myself anyway, and see if I can get help with all my other issues <laughs> while the doctor's here. Right. So, uh, he goes on a serious note. Thanks for everything you do. The panels were interesting and informative. Uh, really glad you guys didn't tell everyone you were going to be pouring beer at them as well. I, I don't know what that means. Yeah, Definitely yeah. had already had my fill of being surrounded by fat and neck bearded man children at that point. I guess he means if you come to our panels at Firestone, we pour beer for you. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's happy we didn't advertise that. Although I did advertise right. it on the stage. I told everybody to come on over. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he says, I'll see you next year, uh, barring a surprise death pool winner. Or <laughs> <laughs> neck bearded surprise. children. Oh, that's from, interesting. From B-Dub. I think generally most of the people who are at that fest are, yeah, probably your, your average, uh, more beer nerdy than average. But I thought everyone was relatively well behaved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a pretty good fest. Yeah. All right. And then Darren writes in, of course, it seems we get one uh, every week now, about the good old New England IPA. Uh, as a transplanted Yankee currently enjoying the beers of St. Arnold, Carbach, Jester King, and Bockfish down in the Houston, Texas area, uh, and I'm soon to be moving back home to Maine, I must say I'm not pleased with the new categorization of New England IPAs. There are many very good New England brewed IPAs that don't try to make um, 
yeah, that don't try to make including the trube in the beer a feature. So awkwardly phrased, but I get it. Yeah, it still mm. works, I think. Um, my wish is that these no longer are referred to as New England IPAs, but as slurry IPAs or trube IPAs or some other descriptor that describes the chunkiness and thickness of the beer without categorizing all New England IPAs to lack what most would consider good brewing practices and adherence to styles from Darren. Um, you know what's interesting about that is yeah. I, I think what he is referring to is not what we used to refer to as New England IPAs, but what we used to refer to as East Coast IPAs. Mm-hmm. We always had West Coast. Right. And, and I might be misinterpreting, Darren, so I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but there still is the East Coast IPA descriptor, which is yeah. obviously larger than New England, you know, the whole East Coast. But I don't ever remember using the term New England IPA for anything else than this current iteration of the style right so and well yeah so i I think what he's saying is there's plenty of breweries in new england that are making clear ipas that'll get hurt by this name right right because then that now everyone goes oh a cloudy beer is a new england ipa well that's not entirely true so Mm -hmm. that might turn them off to other people trying ipas from new england that have half a brain that don't like cloudy beers however i agree with them based on the i guess um anecdotal data that I have collected, um, which is in talking to a lot of brewery reps and brewers who have started to brew one, even if reluctantly, even the informal poll that we did of our audience during the panel, Mm -hmm. saying that you have a New England IPA will not hurt business. Right. It is very, very popular right now. The vast majority of the crowd uh, preferred them in our panel. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, reps are asking their brewers to make them if they're not making them. So while you might be right in, in theory, um, I, you're probably wrong in practice. If you say you got a New England IPA and it's cloudy and all the other things we talked about, you're probably going to sell a lot of beer. Mm-hmm. So it's something to think about. I don't know the, the term. Crowd, the marketing term is working. I don't know if the crowd said they preferred them. They just said they liked them. Well, fair enough. Um, you fucking <laughs> technical asshole. No, there's a difference. Approximately, actually, technically, they said both. My initial question in the in the review is, do you like them or not like them? And the vast yeah. majority said that. Sure. However, after our first sample of a clear one and a cloudy one. They preferred the cloudy one overwhelmingly as well. Oh, they were drunk. <laughs> it was hot. Most of them had sunstroke. <laughs> right. Let's let's recreate that, but in an air conditioned environment. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Faulty experiment. Let's get Burlosophy back here. <laughs> right. <laughs> so anyway, Darren, yeah. thanks for writing in. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. B Dub, thank you for writing in, and that is your feedback yeah. for today. All right. I think we're going to take a little break, and when we come back, we're going to talk to Big Ditch Brewing Company. We're going to try some of their beers, which I'm excited about. Me too. And then uh, later on in the show, finding out who's dying first, folks. Hang in there. It's the session. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Brewing, baby, 
Are you a member of the White Labs Customer Club? If not, you should be. It's the easiest way to earn free stuff for turning in your old homebrew labels from either vials or pure pitch. All you have to do is save your labels and redeem them for things like free yeast, an exclusive White Labs t-shirt or sweatshirt, and even the opportunity to brew with the yeast man himself, Chris White. Signing up is easy. Just go to whitelabs.com slash customer club, fill out the registration form, and then mail in your labels. They will return the favor by sending you awesome White Labs swag. Go sign up today at whitelabs.com slash customer club. White Labs, pure yeast and fermentation since 1995. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? First Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can. Featuring... Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. Brewing Great Beer is a process of continuous learning, and the best books on every aspect of brewing can be found at Brewers Publications, with more than 50 awesome titles like Modern Homebrew Recipes by Gordon Strong, Designing Great Beers, The Ultimate Guide to Brewing Classic Beer Styles by Ray Daniels, American Sour Beers, Innovative Techniques for Mixed Fermentations by Michael Tonsmeyer, For the Love of Hops, The Practical Guide to Aroma, Bitterness, and the Culture of Hops by Stan Hieronymus and Radical Brewing Recipes, Tales, and World Altering Meditations in a Glass by Randy Mosher, plus many, many more. These are the books and the authors with the knowledge to push your brewing farther than you thought possible. And you'll find them all at fine homebrew and book retailers everywhere. And visit the website at BrewersPublications.com. Brewers Publications, all the best on beer and brewing. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, More Beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. MoreBeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. MoreBeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to MoreBeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to MoreBeer.com today and take advantage of The Buzz, The Forum, The Learning Center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. 
Marin Brewing Company in Northern California has been making award-winning beers for more than 25 freaking years. Today, I want to tell you about their new 12-ounce cans of Mount Tam Pale Ale. The good stuff, Mount Tam is bright gold. 5.5% ABV to keep you feeling good and has been winning awards since 1989. If you're visiting the Bay Area, get your butt out to Marin Brewing Company. They pour tasty beers and serve great food every day until midnight. Come in for a tour, stay for the food, and pick up a six-pack of cans of Mount Tam Pale Ale to enjoy at home, camping, biking, or whatever the hell you do. Owner Brandon Moylan has this to say about Marin Brewing Beers. It's freaking awesome. Marin Brewing has won more than 100 gold medals in international competitions. Check out MarinBrewing.com for all their award-winning beers, food, and merch. Marin Brewing Company in Larkspur, California. Award-winning taste, refreshing finish. It's freaking awesome. This is Corey King from Side Project Brewing, and you're listening to The Session on The Brewing Network. Yeah, you are. Welcome back to the show. Uh, we are just about to talk to Big Ditch Brewing Company. I want to remind you first to uh, go check out GreatFermentations.com because they are giving away free homebrew ingredients for 15 years and a Blickman Brew Easy all-grain brewing system. Uh, just go to GreatFermentations.com slash giveaway and uh, enter for your chance to win. It's a huge prize, a $10,000 retail value. Compliments of Great Fermentations. The grand prize announced will be on Saturday, June 17th. So you got just a little bit of time left to do it. They're also doing random giveaways every two weeks leading up to the close of the competition. Items include conical fermenters, temperature controllers, and the new Blickman Riptide Brew Pump, and more. As always, you'll get top-notch customer service and same-day shipping on many items. Go to greatfermentations.com slash giveaway, and be sure to like them on Facebook and find them on Instagram as well at gr8fermentation, great fermentation. All right. On the line with us, we should have our esteemed guest today, Matt Kahn, the president of Big Ditch Brewing Company. Are you with us, Matt? I'm with you. How are you? Great. Hey, thanks for being on the show. We're doing all right. How's things out in... Great. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. Uh, You guys are in Buffalo, New York. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, very cool. Uh, Honestly, in in our years, and it's not that we haven't had... um, a New York brewery on. We certainly have, but um, not a whole lot. Not many. Especially the way the beer scene, I I feel like, has grown up in New York uh, over the years. How old is Big Ditch Brewing, Matt? Um, We've been open for a little over two and a half years. We've been working on this. I mean, we've been working on this actually for longer than we've been open. We started working on this in 2011, but uh, we opened for uh, distribution in 2014, we opened the tap room in 2015 and started canning our beer just last year. Got it. Okay, so moving fast, like all the breweries that open up right now. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been really fast. It's just, there's not a moment to, to breathe, really. But uh, but it's been it's been fun. Good, we're having fun. And yeah, what do you think about New York as a as a beer scene in general? You know, years ago when we started. Um, you know, there was it just kind of seemed a, a, a little behind the whole curve, but I, I feel like you guys have taken off like lightning. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I, I think Buffalo, where we're headquartered or where we're stationed, is is probably a little bit behind, um, but it's, it's picked up really quickly. When we started planning our brewery, there was 
I think three other breweries in town, and now there's something like you know over twenty, maybe twenty five breweries. Wow. Um, so and and, and, that, and that's all happened like mostly in the last four or five years. Okay. Um, New York as a whole by now though is I, I think fantastic. Um, we we uh, it, there's a great festival that happens here called Cat New York. It's the single biggest um, New York State Craft Brewers Festival. There's I think 130, 140 breweries there this past year, and you, you, you're getting wow. just phenomenal beer um, of all styles and shapes from from all over the state. So I think New York's really, you know, getting close to. I don't want to say leading the way, but it, it's catching up pretty quick. Sure, I, I I would agree with you. God, that's a lot of breweries at a festival. It's a ton. Is there a festival <laughs> festival called yeah. Brew York? Oh, there should be. Just, there's not. I'm starting. There should one. be. Too late, Beardy. You just gave it out over the air. It. It'll be gone before any of our lazy asses. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> get a trademark. Actually, my trademark just came through. <laughs> oh great. Yeah. John, Congratulations. Yeah, John's great at it. You're good at that. Um, so, Matt, you're the president of Big Ditch. What does what does that mean? What do you do there? Um, that sort of means I do a little bit of everything, but not very much of any one thing. Okay. Um, and just sort of running around like crazy all day long. But, uh, you know, I, I, I help to supervise the brewing staff. I don't, I don't know much brewing anymore. When we first started, um, you know, I was doing a lot of the, just like the home brewing myself and sort of helping out our, our head brewer, who's also one of our owners, uh, Corey Catalano. Uh, but, but, but now I, I uh, you know, sort of supervise the brewing staff, and I'm, I do a lot of the scheduling, ordering materials. And then also, I mean, we have a sales team, growing sales team. We have a tap room. Um, you know, supervise them as well. So it's it's a lot of little things, and um, yeah, just you know, trying yeah. to have fun, I guess. <laughs> Which is, I'm sure, why you guys got into the business, uh, right? And now you, have, you just have to remember to keep having fun. Right. Yes. It's, it's not. It's not that hard to remember to have fun when you're around beer all day long. Yeah. <laughs> now, what was your brewing experience before uh, Big Ditch Brewing? Home brewer or? Um, when we first came up with the idea for a big dish, like we didn't, we, we had never made beer before. We just liked it a lot. Wow. <laughs> but uh, again, like, you know, so that was the beginning, but we, um, again, like I said, there was only three breweries in Buffalo back when we came up with the idea and we, uh, myself and my partner were both, um, we were actually working in the biotech and pharmaceutical industries. So... We were doing a lot of things like related to brewing, but not really brewing. Like one of my jobs I had in my career before this, I did nothing but clean tanks for like two years, uh, which actually is very, very helpful for <laughs> for uh, being a brewer. You know? Sure, yeah. Um, so, so we had a pretty good, like strong science technology sort of background, which is uh, great for, for uh, you know, working out or owning a brewery. And just picked it up from scratch, you know. Okay. Um, just got better and better at it, and that's kind of how it went. Yeah, I have in my notes that you, in the pharmaceutical industry, that you basically created cell culture media. Can you explain what that is and how it relates to brewing? Right. So cell culture media is like, it's basically the food for um, cells that make drugs. Think about it like, it's like warts. So, you know, wort grows yeast. Well, the cell culture media basically grows cells that make drugs. So um, it, it, it's very similar, you know. I mean, sanitation and sterility is, is really important when you're doing stuff like that. So, right. um, yeah, I mean, it, it was actually a pretty interesting job, but not, not, not quite as fun or as tasty as the, the beer that we make now. <laughs> well, that depends on, on who's asking. I mean, did you stockpile any of the good drugs that, <laughs> you, used, to, that you used to make? <laughs> 
I wish. Yeah. I wish I had done that. It was a mistake. I mean, no. <laughs> for, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a big mistake. I, I'm talking about for for the apocalypse, of course, not for recreational use. No, no, use, no, no. You know. Oh. Yeah. Right, that, that too. Yeah, <laughs> for recreational use in the apocalypse. <laughs> but uh, that's that's right. Uh, but you make a good point. So really, you, just, you were kind of creating work for the for the pharmaceuticals, and now you're creating work for yeast. Uh, it's, it's really kind yep. of the same principles, I guess. Um, yeah, 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 pretty much. And and I bet you must be a real uh, kind of uh, sanitation Nazi around the brewery. I would imagine after being in that environment for a while. Yeah, I mean, we we do have a lot of people that will, like, visit the brewery and and are actually surprised how clean it is, you know? (laughs) And, I mean, breweries are generally pretty clean places, but, you know, we take extra steps and precautions to keep our our brewer pretty clean. So, uh, you know, we've had really really good track record and success with with, uh, just cleanliness and and sanitation. Did you implement a lab in the brewery upon opening, too? We did, we did, and that, that was something again that I think maybe surprised a few people. At least in in our area, it did that we opened with a lab. You know, it seems like that's one of those things that might be like an afterthought. Yeah. You know, you add that somewhere down the road, or maybe you have a problem and you got to start looking at that. But right, right from the beginning, and it's a it's a small lab. Like we're not doing a lot in there, but we're doing all the the basic stuff. I mean, we look at yeast several times a day, and we're you know doing finished product testing and in process. So, yeah, we're doing doing a few like critical things, but I mean, it, it's helped us immediately. I mean, sure. uh, you know, and I, and I would advise any, you know, new brewery starting, you know, it takes a few hundred bucks, maybe a thousand bucks, and you, you've got yourself a pretty nice uh, lab that's mm-hmm. going to help you a lot. So, Are you checking up on the same yeast several times a day, or are you talking about across the various fermenters that you have? Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll basically look at yeast before we pitch it. So we'll we'll measure like cell density and viability to make sure we're pitching you know exactly the right amount of yeast we want to pitch and make sure it's still healthy before we go. Okay. And are you keeping your own yeast strains and and repropagating, or do you, do you just sort of re repitch several generations and then purchase new yeast? Or um, we don't propagate yet. I'd love to propagate just because it would save us a bunch of money. Of but course. <laughs> you, need, like, you, need, you, you need a lot of time and space for that, and we've just never really had that. So we, so we purchase and go out several generations and then, and then repurchase again. Okay. And w- yep. it, when you do decide to purchase again, is that a, a flavor analysis? Are there other metrics that you're looking at in the lab there to make you decide the yeast is, is ready to go? Uh, you mean you mean like when we're ready to uh, to stop yeah. harvesting and, and start all over? Yes. Yeah, I mean it's little things, you know. So we have like a small, mostly the brewers, but a few other people that that work for us through the small tasting panel. So they're able to pick up on little differences. They might see a little difference in attenuation or um, or clarity, thing, things like that. So you know, it's it's small, really subtle changes, okay. but, you know, you don't want those to become something big, so you want to catch it early, you know? Sure. So, so it's mostly like a sensory analysis like, like that. Yep, yep, sensory, and, you know, a few numbers and appearance, things like that. Okay. So, yep. the beer that we have in our glass from you uh, right now is your Low Bridge Golden Ale. Tell us about this beer. Sure. So... Um, Low Bridge is one of our, we call like our signature beers. We, you know, it's on all the time. 
um, sells real well in our tap room. And Lowbridge is a beer that um, we, when, when people come in to our brewery, again, maybe, you know, being in Buffalo, people are still learning about craft beer. It's still something new to them. Um, and so they're interested in trying something from us, but don't want to get blown away by anything. You know, they're looking yeah. for something drinkable, but, and, but, but still tasty. So um, what do they so come in? Low, low bridge. What do they come in and ask for? You can be honest. They they come in and say like, "What do you have that's most uh, like what?" So actually, around us, um, there's a there's a there's a Canadian brewery called Labatt. Oh yeah, Labatt actually sells really well around us. Yeah, you guys know Labatt. So yeah. so so people so people get like blue and blue light are very popular beers. So a lot of times they ask for a blue blue light, but they might ask for a Bud Light or a Coors Light, something like that. You sure? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, if yep. any of my uh, friends' dads were drinking blue, that was like a fancy import. Like my dad would make fun of them. Like, oh, oh yeah. you got that fancy Canadian beer, <laughs> and it's not even it's not even Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's just a, this is a random Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, no one's yeah. coming over. Yeah, I yeah. guess I guess Randy got a, a raise. Uh, yeah. I've also I also have some friends, uh, you know, in in Canada. I was, whenever I was there when I was younger, I I, I drank my fair share of blue. You have to, and I watch yeah, hockey. I mean, I mean wow. so did I. Back, back, you know, back back then. Yeah, yeah. So well, you know, people move on a little bit. So that's that's what we're here for. Essentially, you just said people grow up. People <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. What you just said. Yeah, they stop watching hockey. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> and start watch curling. Whoa, whoa! Maybe not. Yeah. See, no, you can't stop watching hockey in Buffalo, can you? <laughs> no. Well, no, not, no, that doesn't happen. It's not like Sabres going to win, so it's <laughs> fine. So, uh, all right, so this is kind of your answer, that, that introductory uh, craft beer. Can uh, Tell us about... I can see that. Yeah, it, it is a great uh, light flavor. I don't even like using that descriptor, but it is very sessionable and crisp and clean. Um, but there's, that, there's like a, a biscuity, grainy thing that there's actually flavor. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a, like a, I don't know, light toasty or like crackery flavor that I think appeals to yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. Um, because it is interesting because you don't get necessarily those flavors from your mass, your mass light lagers. Those are just alcohol delivery systems, but this is light enough where it doesn't weigh on your palate, mm-hmm. but you still have some flavor to actually go, Oh, you mean things I drink can actually taste like other things? Right. That's great. Yeah. So can you tell yeah. us about the malt bill and the hops and all that? Yeah, sure. So, um, it's a pretty light, malt bill and most of the beers we make with hops are are similar um there is a little bit of biscuit malt in it so you pick that out real good i mean that's exactly what we were looking for there something biscuity and sort of crackery um for the for the malt bill and there's a little bit of a little bit of carapils and then just two row you know so the malt bill is pretty simple um and then hops we're using like when we actually first conceived of this beer we originally wanted to do a, like a pilsner like we, I, I love pilsners. I, I drink them as much as I can. Me too. Um, but you know, <laughs> in, in a small craft brewery, doing a pilsner that you have to lager for two months was just not going to happen. So this is sort of the, you know, sort of the faster version of that, the ale version of that. So, it's, but it's got very similar hops to a pilsner. We have some tetanang in there, a little northern brewer, and then we add a little bit of uh, American hops. We had some cluster and um, crystal. Nice. To, to give it a little more citrusy character. And is that all kettle hopping, or is there anything dry hopped in there? Um, there's a small dry hop, like not very much. It's just, just a little dry hop, just to give you a little bit of nose. Okay. Um, but it's, so, so it's mostly mostly kettle in this beer. Got it. Yeah, it's a really nice beer. Yeah. Do you do any uh, water treatment? Because it's got a really nice balance. It's not an overly malty water profile, and it's just nice and crisp. 
but also not just yep. really yep. harsh bitterness either. It's a little mineral, yep. which, um, which adds to the biscuity. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Is that just your base water, or do you treat it? No, we do, we do um, treatment. We, we, we change the water chemistry in every, almost every beer we make. Um, the, the beer, the, I'm sorry, the water in Buffalo is in pretty good shape. It's not, it's, you know, it doesn't have a lot of, it's not, it's not very hard, not a lot of calcium, so it's pretty easy to work with. It's a little bit like alkaline, so we have to adjust the pH um, frequently for lighter color beers. But, you know, we, we do a little um, salt treatment and a little bit of phosphoric acid to, to get the pH down. And, yeah, we all we alter the pH for every beer we make. We, we do find that in a lot of cases it does alter the profile, you know, um, might make a beer, you know, accentuate the bitterness or the malt or just make it a little bit softer. Um, so, yeah, that's true of this beer as well. And the beer that we're drinking is all is in cans. Is that all of your packaged product, everything in cans? Just, just about everything. Occasionally we'll do a limited bottle release. Like we've, we've done some, some wild beers and some barrel-aged beers in bottles, but almost everything else we make regularly is in cans. And did you start that way? Because I, I think I remember you mentioning that you started with a production brewery before even a tap room. Um, was that just kegs or was that kegs and cans even from the get-go? When we opened in 2014, we were just doing drafts. Okay. Sort of, you know, that was the first sort of, that's, that's the way we, we tested everything out. And then we used the tap room to, you know, develop more recipes and get more customer feedback. Got and it, it wasn't really until um, last year that we started the canning line. Okay. Did you guys purchase a canning line? Mm-hmm. We did. Yeah. We did. We, Ouch. you know, well, yeah, but you know what, like, as I was telling you, we're, we're we're scientists, which means we're a little bit like control freaks, and just you know, we wanted the complete control of our beer in our own hands, um, which is invaluable. And not only that, I mean, it's it's scheduling to. I mean, there, there's days where like you know you're, you're you're behind by a day, and you know we need to wait a day to can. Like that's got to be harder to do when you're scheduling somebody. And we right now we're canning like. We're canning it four days a week, wow. so it would have been pretty tough to uh, to uh, try to schedule someone to do that. So it's, I mean, it's, it's an investment, but it's it's going to pay itself off like in no time. So we don't feel bad about it. And do you? I'm sure you went through the process when choosing your uh, canning line of, of figuring out dissolved oxygen levels and things like that. Do you know what you ended up with with this one? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, that, that's one of the things that like I think it'd be hard to do if you're contract canning with somebody right. else. Yeah. Um, but we went out and we went out and bought a a DO meter, which again I think for you know DO meter costs about as much as an entire tank. Oh, um, wow. So you know most m- most I think small newer breweries would be maybe a little cautious to do that. But again, it comes down to the quality. I mean, do you want to know what you're putting out there or do you, do you not? So yeah, we, we, we measure it in all the beer we can. And we're, you know, we're, we're within specs for what you should have for packaged beer. We usually try to get below like a hundred uh, parts per billion in every can. Okay. That's fantastic. Yep. All right. So we've now, we have finished our, uh, our first beer and moved on to, uh, I believe it's the FC Session Wheat IPA. That's correct. That you sent us. And um, what is the F- what's the FC? Tell us about this beer. Okay, cool. So FC um, was actually a, a sort of a, a idea we had to collaborate with our local, uh, like Buffalo has a professional soccer team um, called FC Buffalo. 
Um, and so they were sort of looking for a beer to uh, basically party with <laughs> before, during, after games. Um, so they, they came to us and said, hey, we really want to do something like this. And at the, at, right at that time, myself and Corey had this idea of just brewing like a really, really, um, you know, low ABV beer, um, you know, 4%-ish, but just all like finishing hops and just, you know, a ton of aroma and flavor, but just not much bitterness, not much malt, just a, just a really hoppy, really drinkable beer. And so we came with this beer FC. Um, originally, FC actually stood for fantastically crushable, is nice. what we used to call it, and it is. <laughs> yeah. You can drink a lot of these beers, you know. Um, but then as we progressed a little bit and went to cans, you know, FC Buffalo's motto is for our city, which we liked even more. So that's kind of what the name of this beer is, for our city. Okay. Very nice. My staff around here yep. will like fantastically crushable. That's a term we like to throw around too. <laughs> crushable. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm reading on your site uh, Simcoe, Amarillo, Citra. Um, so some really great hop choices in this. Um, why the wheat IPA? Talk to me about that. Uh, why the wheat? You know, I think it was just one of those things that we, at the time, we were like, you know, we haven't really brewed much with wheat at this point. Um, and so, you know, wheat adds this, uh, you know, a little bit of uh, mouthfeel. I think we were thinking for such a low ABV beer, we're, we're trying to, you know, make, not make it taste like this super dry, incredibly light beer. We're trying to add a little bit of mouthfeel to the beer. Mm-hmm. And, and, and wheat also is nice and crisp, so it fits really well with this idea of something fantastically crushable. Sure. So, you know, we add a little, we add a little bit of wheat to it. So, did, did you not want to cash in on the New England marketing that you could have just said? Because <laughs> it's, Instead yeah. of calling it a wheat IPA? For our listeners, by the way, it is not a uh, overly cloudy, thick, no. milky uh, IPA, by the way. A touch it's, of haze. It's a, it's a little hazy, to it, but it's hazy, that's it. pretty much true to style anyway, or, or fits within the style but of wheat an, and something, that's IPA. what's going to happen, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we, we do have beers like that. I mean, we've got these crazy, hazy beers as well, too. This doesn't, this just does not happen to be one of them. Okay. <laughs> So what percentage of the grist, even if it, if in generalities, is yep. is the wheat? Is the wheat? The wheat's like, uh, I think it's about 50%, maybe just a little bit less than 50%. Wow. Okay. Uh, it's, guys, you got to help me. My memory is fading in my old age. Okay. When you get up to we that percentage, you uh, you got to use like rice holes and stuff in the mash tun, right? Is wheat one of the it, ones that gums things it, up? It, yeah, I think it so. Is. Yeah. It depends on your equipment. Some people can get yeah. away with it, but Home, you're, you're riding the line at that point. Home brewers. Pretty much need the rice hulls. Okay. There's no husk on a, on a wheat grain, so you don't get a filter bed out of it. You get a big dough ball. I see. Yeah. So, Matt, what's your experience yep. in the brewery with this much wheat? Um, with with this beer, because the ABV is so low, the grain bill is so light, it's not really a problem. Okay. Um, we, have, uh, we have other beers, like the beer we're going to taste, taste next has some rye in it, and that's a, that's a bigger grain bill. And that one gums things up all the time. Like we almost cannot use enough rice holes to wow. to, to keep that thing from sticking. So, but the FC is not too bad. Okay. One thing I, I've been kind of reading about recently is uh, any pre-treatment you do of the rice holes in terms of trying to rinse off any excess dust. Do you, how do you add your rice holes to the mash? I have not heard that one before. Actually, usually what we'll do is um, we'll put the rice holes in first to sort of coat the bottom of the, the screen mm-hmm. in the mash tun. 
um, turn the, and we have, we have a rake, which is nice. So we'll turn the rake on and spread them out nice and even, and then we start mashing in. So you don't, will you actually use water and rinse them before and just let that water drain or do you just spread them out and that's it? Yeah, no, we don't rinse them, but like when you, when you're mashing in like the, almost the, um, like the top of the screen is sort of coated with water. So, mm-hmm. so they're already a little bit wet by the time you start mashing in anyway. Okay. I, Beardy, I've heard the same with just rice, by the way, the same rumor about with cooking. Okay. That if you rinse your rice before you put it in the rice cooker, it's far less likely to be that, like, sticky clump. Oh, um, okay. And so, I, I, by the way, I've just heard it. Uh, I haven't done it because I'm too fucking lazy to rinse it, anything. It, it, takes a, it takes a little while until it runs clear. It does? Okay. It, it does make a difference. And then you notice that your mm-hmm. rice isn't sticky? Yeah. So yeah. you would think, even though they're rice holes, the, the same would apply. It's the, right, same, the same material, dust. Yeah. the dust that's on there. Yeah, and, and I've heard that some brewers claim that that attributes either flavor or mouthfeel or something <laughs> that, that you can easily remove by just rinsing the rice like spread them out over the louder ton screen yeah and just spray it down but just letting that water drain interesting and so then you are literally just using the material for mechanical aid in filtering yeah you know what would clean them really well yeah. is just like hang them in a bucket underneath niagara falls for a little while <laughs> i think you should do that mm, all um, the time that's yeah. where you should brew right <laughs> that's just where you should mash we, right. we could do that yeah that would that probably be more work than any of us really want to do but it would be fun yeah like once plus it's dangerous that. work <laughs> but yeah it'd be fun once yeah because you wouldn't survive man. right <laughs> right <laughs> Well, but up I, until then, it'd be fun. Yeah, you're right. It would be a lot of fun up until that moment. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, I really like this beer. I think your choice of of that much wheat in an IPA has really worked. I like the, the your choice of hops. And uh, yeah, the hops it doesn't. They don't. Not one stands out. And I think with some of those hops, they can be you know standouts, right? Yeah. But they all kind of blend together because they're at the levels that uh, you know everyone kind of works harmoniously. And I think the wheat with some of that mouthfeel helps to carry them through and, and, and make everything kind of cohesive. And we talk a lot about balanced beers, or we, you know, we say this a lot about beers, but this, to me, is, is, is one that's it's a little different. Yeah. There's a little, there's that, that mouthfeel that kind of is just pushing it along, and uh, you know, maybe the hops are just on either side of it, right? Like a wedge. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's hard to describe what I'm what I'm saying, but it's not yeah. it's not like uh, this. I can really get the Simcoe out of this sure. or whatever. Um, everything kind of works in tandem, and then that wheat kind of ties it together and makes sure that one doesn't get away. You know what I mean? I do. Yeah. I also think- yeah, and I, I don't I don't think the wheat is too much of the flavor profile either. I think it yeah. again is just more sort of subtle and does a little bit for the mouthfeel, and it's really the hops that are sort of leading the show there. Yeah, for sure. I think you're right about that, but what I will say is that in some sense, the absence of flavor is what's notable about the wheat. Because and, and, I guess what I mean is it's a little bit lager-like. Um, I've had some lager yeast IPAs that have this kind of character to them. It doesn't have... Um, I'm not saying it has all those qualities of like a really nice uh, a Pilsner malt or something like that coming mm-hmm, out of it, mm-hmm. but the, it, there's something about... It's it's a bit more light body than a traditional IPA, I think, because of the wheat, which is which is probably obvious. Um, and it just, I, I just feel like it comes out almost lagery, huh. cleaner. I, I get the the kind of doughy, heavy mouthfeel that you do wheat, that wheat can give in this beer. I don't get that. I mean, the hops kind of help cover it up, but it, it it's different than if you have like an under attenuated IPA where you get like a cloying sweetness on the end which this is not Wait, oh no this is not yeah. but instead of that with the wheat you get kind of like a heavy not not heavy, heavy like moderate 
mouthfeel um, that's not sweet, but it, it's in the finish mm-hmm. with the hops. Yeah, for sure. It, it's there's definitely the, uh, a, a mouthfeel there. Yeah, I, I think that's what you're. Yeah, a little that's doughy mouthfeel. Yeah, it's yeah. not sweet, but it's there, and that's the wheat coming through. I think. Yeah, because I, I mean, I, my thing with session IPAs is I, I'm over them. Because because I'm done yeah, with them. I'm period. I'm, I'm totally it. done with it because yeah. because you're painting, and I think we were talking about this this weekend. You're painting with the same color palette. You're painting with all the all the session IPAs in the universe taste exactly the same. They're watery, a tiny bit of malt, and then whatever hop du jour you want to do. This doesn't have that. Hmm. This has an extra dimension hmm. that carries it through. So it's a session IPA that's actually interesting to me. Yeah. Hmm. Um, everything else is just watered down hop water. This this is not this that wheat. Adds a, a structure to the mouth. Excuse me to the to the mouthfeel and to the to the flavor that uh, most, if not all, session IPAs are, are are lacking. So I I appreciate that. Yeah. Nice. Actually, what's funny about this beer is when we first started selling it, we actually were calling it like an American wheat ale, um, just like a um, like uh, we, we were almost thinking like Gumball had by by Three Floyds, which is like an, you know it's a really hoppy American wheat ale. I think it has all Amarillo in it, but that was confusing people. In Buffalo, like they were expecting it to taste like a, I don't know, like something uh, just just like flavorless. So then they'd mm-hmm. order it and they'd be like, "Well, this has too much flavor. I don't like it anymore." You know, so <laughs> right. we sort of felt like we had to. We felt like we had to tell people that there were hops in there to not confuse people. That's kind of why we did Section Wheat IPA. You know, but I hate when I, I can know, taste I mean, things. Titles or whatever. You know, I wish we didn't have to do them, but it's like you got to kind of tell people what you're going to get before you order it. I guess. Sure. Yeah. JP, I don't know if you know this, is actually, uh, our co-host here is actually opening a brewery called Fuck Off Brewery. That's right. So that when customers like that come in, he can say fuck off, but they just think he's talking about the brewery name. That's true. I don't have a hope of getting the names passed, but, uh, you know, it's going to be like, you know, eat shit for asking for an IPA. <laughs> yeah. and, but it, that'll be the name of the stout. I understand. It'll be a whole it thing. Sounds fun. That sounds great, it's right? It's to bring your mom to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It, yeah. Uh, it, it's, it, all our beers are going to be served at the Tornado, so there's an excuse to be yelled at it's yeah. great <laughs> and if none of that works he's just going to call it i don't care brewery company. <laughs> yeah. um, and then enter and then burn the building down <laughs> yeah with a big insurance policy <laughs> uh b- by the way just a quick anecdote at, at firestone i had a a beer called um Imperial Session IPA. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> We've joked about that before. Oh, yeah. If you remember a couple of times yeah, on the show, yeah. we joked about things like that. A brewery did it. Good. Unfortunately, I can't remember the name right now. And of oh, course, it, it was an IPA. Sure, it was right. A, you know, a seven percent something. It was really nice. And it just yeah, they just named it Imperial Session IPA. That's funny. Sounds great. Yeah, I told them they were great for it. <laughs> um, okay, Matt, can you hang on a second while we take a break? Absolutely. Good. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and try some more beer. Um, First, though, uh, don't forget about White Labs. All strains from the vault have been released by White Labs. If you missed your chance to order one of their rare and unique specialty strains, don't worry. The popular strains like WLP835 German X Lager, WLP611 New Nordic Yeast Blend, WLP564 Leeuwenhoek Saison Blend, and more will be making a comeback to the vault next month, I really have to talk to the White Labs people about their copy, because I think they're just fucking with me with the names of the yeast that they're making me read. But all amazing yeast uh, when White Labs resets all the strains available for pre-ordering. Uh, stay tuned for more details and full announcement from White Labs. In the meantime, go to whitelabs.com slash the vault for details on how to get access to these highly coveted strains for homebrewers. 
White Labs. All right. We are going to take a very quick break. And when we come back, we're going to taste more beer from Big Ditch Brewing Company, which I'm enjoying thoroughly. Plus, don't forget, later on, the Death Pool gets to session. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support. Like Brew Your Own Magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, there are amazing special issues like plans for building a Brutus 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and the Home Brewer's Answer Book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any brewer, whether for yourself or as a gift, when you subscribe or resubscribe from the Brewing Network homepage, you directly support programs like this. Get a great magazine and support the Brewing Network. Subscribe to Brew Your Own right from the BrewingNetwork.com. Do you know the three most important rules in brewing? Sanitation, sanitation, and sanitation. And no one does it better than Five Star Chemicals. Five Star knows sanitation. You can only sanitize clean equipment. And Five Star knows how to clean, too. For craft brewers and home brewers, Five Star has what you need to keep your fermenters, serving tanks, kegs and draft lines sparkling and free of any beer-spoiling bacteria. PBW, caustic, acid cleaners, star sand. Santa Clean, lubricants and defoamers, pH stabilizers, and more. Five Star Chemicals has cleaning supplies, safety supplies, heat exchangers, pumps, hoses, and valves. And Five Star is proud to offer eco-friendly products that exceed customer expectations. If you have a cleaning problem, you need the Five Star solution. Visit FiveStarChemicals.com or call 800-782-7019. 800-782-7019. And get the Five star treatment today are you looking for a simple brewing system that's great for all grain brewing but everything on the market seems to be full of compromises blickman engineering has the answer the blickman brew easy all grain brewing system the brew easy is a complete system with easy upgrades and a beautiful compact design perfect for any size brewing location at its core the brew easy is built on two gorgeous blickman boilermaker brew kettles a high temperature march pump and either a top tier gas burner or the new boil coil electric heater the brew easy adapter lid allows the pots to stack on top of each other, forming an efficient, strong, and compact brewing setup that comes in 5, 10, and 20-gallon batch sizes. Upgrade your BrewEasy system with full automated control by adding a Blickman Tower of Power temp controller and make moving around easy with the Blickman Kettle Cart. The BrewEasy is modular. If you already own a Boilermaker kettle, you can build your BrewEasy by purchasing just the modules you need. The new BrewEasy all-grain brewing system. See it today at BlickmanEngineering.com and brew with Blickman quality on your new BrewEasy. 
If you work in retail sales, the restaurant industry, or are a new craft beer enthusiast, or you know someone who is, you have got to check out Beer 101. Beer 101 is an online course created for anyone wanting a quick introduction to the vast world of craft beer. Beer 101 covers the history of beer, brewing ingredients and processes, vital stats like ABV, SRM, IBU and gravity, styles, tasting, glassware, and pairing beer with food. The Beer 101 course is offered by the Brewers Association at craftbeer.com, also home to the truly awesome Beer Style Finder, a visual guide to every beer style. Quickly play with color, bitterness, and alcohol content to interactively explore the entire world of beer styles with a gorgeously designed interface to your favorite beverage. The new Beer 101 course and new Beer Style Finder are only available at craftbeer.com. Craftbeer.com, celebrating the best of American beer. Hi, this is Tyler from Libertine Brewing Company in the central coast of California. You're listening to Brewing Network, the session. It sucks. Does it suck? It sucks. But that's what's good about it, is that it sucks, right? Yeah. Welcome back. Thank you. Hey, Neshemini Creek has been on the Philly Beer Map since 2012. Three-time Philly Beer Scene Magazine Brewer of the Year, 2014, 15, and 16. Two-time GABF Vienna Style Lager Medal winner, 2013 Gold and 2016 Bronze. Also a bronze for their Smoke Lager in 2016. Large, expanded, and recently renovated tap room with 24 beers on tap. 18, which are rotating and seasonal limited beers. Variety of beer styles, hoppy double IPAs, sessionable poundable lagers, oak fermented saisons and sour beers free brewery tours on Saturdays and a new second location opening this spring go to NeshaminiCreekBrewing.com and check them out dude uh, so I got an email from uh, from uh, Jeremy he was on the uh, the show yeah. the Neshaminy Creek show he's a brewer really like that um, guy yeah, yeah. He, he, uh, and it's my fault I didn't update the copy because I was gone but he said last week we took home 2017 Philly Beer Scene Magazine Brewery and Brewer of the Year honors again wow so that's four years in a row for Brewer of the Year and three years in a row for the Brewery of the Year. Holy cow. So he won it personally? Yeah. Why, why is there a difference between Brewer and Brewery? I don't know. You'd have to talk to the people at Philly Beer Scene Magazine. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a weird distinction. These are the things that get Beardy's goat. He, I know. And he, it's like, and then he asked me, like, I have the answers. <laughs> Meanwhile, because the first there's thing you, a difference between the Brewer <laughs> and the Brewery, guys. The first thing you say is, hey, that's really cool. <laughs> No, it goes, it goes no. right to you, the you right to the, because he's like Captain Semantics. <laughs> and uh, well, guys, that sounds great and all, but does anybody? Did anybody else hear that one line? <laughs> I mean, congratulations, but what yeah. the hell? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't mean anything. Is really what right. Warren's I saying. Mean, well, they won both, so it, it, clearly they did good. All right, we're still here with Matt Kahn. He's from Big Ditch Brewing Company in Buffalo, New York. And uh, if you want to read more about what we're talking about or just check them out, explore the website over at BigDitchBrewing.com. And uh, so, Matt, right now we've we've moved on because that's what we do. We, we tend to drink fast. Um, <laughs> Excavator Rye Brown Ale is in our glass. Great, great. Yeah. Yep, that's the that's the dark beer we've got today. Okay. Uh, by the way, you guys do brew a lot. Of, I was looking through your website, and uh, a lot of different seasonals, a lot of different regular beers. You have you have several in your lineup. Yeah, we usually have uh, at our tap room somewhere between ten and fifteen different beers on at a time. It's it's 
fluctuated. Like I think when we were first open, we probably could only do about six, but you know, we've accumulated them and yeah, I mean, it's nice to have some for everybody. You know, you get people coming to the door at, you know, people who love light beers or hoppy beers or dark beers and strong. We've got a little bit of something for everybody. So great. So tell us about the yep. excavator ride. All right. So this one's pretty interesting, actually. It's a so it's a brown ale, and most people don't get too excited about uh, brown ales. Um, I do. That's but very true. How, but this, you're right. I mean, in, in general, yeah. you know, no, you're like, right. ah, you know, brown ales, whatever. Yeah. Um, but this is, I wouldn't say this is a typical brown ale. It's a little bit darker than you'd normally find a, a brown ale. It's got like a ton of chocolate character, um, a little bit of caramel. Um, pretty, actually fairly robust for a brown ale. And then we have the rye, and the rye is just... Um, just as it sort of just finishes with this spicy finish, and if you didn't know that it had rye, you probably would just sort of wonder like, what is that? Um, but the rye actually really dries it out, so it keeps it from being too sweet, and just you know, to winds up being a pretty complex kind of kind of brown ale. Yeah, uh, and we, we find people like it. And guys, am I having short-term memory loss again, or I don't remember actually tasting a lot of brown ales made with rye over the course of our show, no. or even the course of my uh, no, I know professional it's drinking happened. I think it's happened. Yeah, but yeah, I'm I mean, sure maybe one time out of a hundred. Yeah. yeah, and uh, the reason I'm pointing that out is to me, it actually seems like a little bit of a no-brainer to add a little rye. I, I think Matt, you're yeah. right about the little spicy character um, yeah. that comes out of that, and it, I, I like the flavor of, of rye nowadays. Mm-hmm. I didn't used to actually, but now I, I think, yeah. and I don't know if that's my palate or brewers have just gotten better at using it. It's probably you got better. <laughs> yeah, probably so. Yeah. Or it's like the brewers, rest of me. Brewers are still terrible at it, but you are improving. <laughs> You're doing it. And I love you for it. Yeah, I like that in this. And then also a lot of um, your traditional brown ale flavors are, are pretty strong in this. There's To me, there's a lot of uh, chocolate characteristic, toffee, um, Gosh, you name it. it you, yeah. you, you kind of nailed it, Matt, when you said you were looking for kind of a complex brown ale. Yeah. If... if you didn't tell me that there was rye in it. I would have guessed that there was just like a little hint of cinnamon. Or something oh yeah, like, that. like hmm. how you said that the, you add the rye to add a little spiciness. I totally got it. it. But to me, with the with the chocolate and the brown and and caramel malts that were in there, the the rye just made it kind of be a little cinnamony. To me. Yeah, I get that too. Yeah, yeah. And again, like uh, you know, when we I think when we were first conceived of this beer, a lot of people were using rye just in. In, in pale ales or IPAs, which just sort of made these really dry IPAs, you know. And so we were kind of like, well, what happens if we add this to something really malt-based? What what did it do? And, you know, again, it, it, it plays it, it plays nice. You've got sort of a sweet and spicy together, uh, you know, yeah. in one beer. So, um, you know, this is, I wouldn't say this is their most popular beer, but there's people who just, like, love this beer like it's their favorite beer. Are you using so a chocolate nice. rye, or is it just a, a regular rye malt? We just use uh, regular uh, English chocolate malt and then flaked rye, actually. Hmm. Oh, okay. And when you mentioned how in, when it's in a rise in IPAs or something, it, it's, it can be like a really dry IPA, is, is that because rye is sort of super fermentable and, and is used to dry beers out? I think so. I mean, I think that uh, it's some combination of the 
uh, fermentability and that spiciness just lends itself towards like a sort of a drier character I, I, I found, see. you know? Okay. Um, so, you know, I, I'm not, I guess I'm not really sure what that is. Something about the flavor profile and the, the grain itself. And why the say. choice for you of, of flaked rye instead of a, a more typical rye malt? That's a good question. Um, we didn't really experiment with a lot of different kinds of rye, like malted versus flaked. I think we're like, we actually like using a lot of flaked grains in our beer. Like when we, like we'll add a little bit of wheat to our IPAs or oats. And a lot of times we'll just use the, the flaked grains. They go in a, they go into the mash really um, clean. And I think they add, from my experience, a little more mouthfeel than using the actual malt. You know, okay. I'm not... I'm not, and I, I'm not really sure what the science behind that is, but we've we found it to be true, and I think that's true in this beer as well. Are you still? Are you just doing single step infusion mashing and adding the uh, mm-hmm. the flake grains then? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We we don't. We'll we'll mill in all the grains, and then we'll we'll take the the bags of um, flakes, you know, flaked rye or wheat or whatever, and just add them into the mash while we're um, while we're going in. Plus, the flaked rye was totally on sale the day the rat came, came in to the brewery, so it sounded, yeah, it sounded like a great idea. Yeah, there was the other stuff, so that worked. <laughs> yeah, and then, oh, you know what? This worked out great. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I would be interested just to try. I'm just asking, and, and it sounds like you, you'd you be interested, too. Just a side-by-side would be interested. Yeah. It, you know, beers like this where you did some flaked, and you did. we should have some of our homebrew uh, folks around the show do some experiment with that, like... Uh, the guys at Doe's who come in here and hang out with us, Matt and, and Vinny and Steel Phil, do like a flaked rye and a regular rye recipe right. and find I out. Be, I think it'd be different. For yeah. Sure. yeah. And I think it'd be a lot of fun to take, you know, sort of pick out what those differences are. Yeah. You know, I would guess, because I don't have to if brew it. If so. you're doing a, a single step infusion, you might get more of a mouthfeel difference hmm. without doing a beta glucan rest or something like that. Okay. Yeah. What's the ABV on this beer? This is a 6.2. Mm. Which doesn't taste like it. I no. thought for sure this was like more of a five. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. yeah. No, you're yeah. right. I, I, you mentioned before, like you had thought that FC was almost sort of lager-like, and I think that you know we talked about the lab practices and measuring yeast and pitching. So I mean, we, I think we sort of take pride in you know brewing really clean beers and you know trying to hide alcohol in in, in some of the beers we make. Um, so I, I think this is an example of it. A good example of it, too. Also in cans, by the way. Like, all of these things are uh, super to go. And I like seeing other styles like brown ales and uh, porters, yeah, you dude, name yeah. it, in cans, right? Like, it's just kind of cool to be able to take... I mean, I'll take this on the boat. On the West Coast, it's hard to... Uh, sorry, it's hard to find, for me, dark beers in general. It seems like like we're the king of, like, light beers. Mm-hmm. Not light flavor, but light colors, like yellow, yeah. like SRM... Negative fucking eleven to you know whatever whatever the yellow is eight yeah. or nine or whatever, and that's getting tiresome. But and so I love canned beers uh, that are dark. Yeah. At this point, I'll forego yeah. my my weird hangups on alcohol. Uh, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, yeah, just, just for some flavor, man. Give me some flavor. Stop painting with the same color palette. Well, Matt, you even indicated when you were talking about it that you know it doesn't sound like the most exciting style to people. But uh, how do you guys do with this with this beer in terms of your sales? Uh, like I was saying, like it's not our it's not our best seller, but we have these like very loyal bars that like it's it's like their best selling beer. Got so it. it's there's it's nothing doesn't go everywhere, 
you know, the, the IPA goes everywhere. But we, we have these very loyal accounts that, that, that sell it all the time. And it does pretty well. I mean, I think, like, from what I've seen, it's probably one of the better-selling dark beers in our entire area. So, like, again, not our best seller, but, but still holds its own. Got it. Does it change by yep. season? Do you find, you know, that you sell more of it in the winter or anything? A little more. Okay. Like I said, it's pretty steady, you yeah. know. I mean, it's, it's, it's maybe, you know, in the middle of July, this isn't your most people, you know, it's not a lawnmower beer by any means, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> you so your foot it, off. It, it, it'll, it'll sell a little bit better in the winter, but, um, you know, also, also people tend to take cans out more in the summer, too, you know. So, you know, it's, it's fairly steady. Okay. All right, and last but not least in our glass, we've got the Hayburner American IPA, which I've already taken a sip yep. of, and I'm enjoying this very much. Tell us about this beer and uh, which hops you use, the malt. They have a picture of Warren on the can. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, oh, no, it's a jackass. That's a Sorry. jackass. Oh, different, oh. Uh, I'll still take a royalty. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Matt. Nice. Uh, yeah, so Hayburner is by far our... Uh, our best seller. It's, it's um, probably one of the best-selling craft beers in our entire area. Um, we just seem like we cannot make enough of this beer. Um, th- this this beer is like a lot of sort of modern IPAs. We brewed it to, you know, we weren't looking for something with a lot of malt character at all, and we we actually weren't looking anything for much bitterness either. I mean, I think a lot of our IPAs we we try to really tone down the bitterness. I sort of feel like bitterness destroys flavor. Um, and Hayburner's like that, too. In addition to that, Hayburner is pretty dry. Um, so it's 7.2%, but, like, extremely drinkable for that ABV. Yeah. So people are just out there drinking a, a ton of this beer. Um, the, the, the hops are, we use a little bit of Warrior for bittering, and then we use some classic, like, she hops. We use, like, Columbus and Cascade. Um, we use a little bit of a hop called Glacier, which has this like little bit like peachy and earthy tone to it. And then we dry hop it with a lot of Falconer's Flight, and Falconer's Flight is in itself like a bunch of other hops. So sure. it, it's overwhelmingly citrusy. It's orange, maybe a little bit of melon, grapefruits, um, and like slightly earthy. So yeah, but, but, but very drinkable. It is. This is the beer at uh, the barbecue that uh, gets me in trouble because mm-hmm. I've yeah. I, I've had four or five, and before you know it, I'm actually kind of shit housed because it's seven point two percent. and four I did, or five, but it didn't taste like that the whole time. It would take me two, and, and I'd be uh, stripping and telling you about I don't know how. <laughs> How little I poop. I don't know. How many cans do we have? No, no. At, <laughs> we have one more. At <laughs> two, I would actually engage my guests. And then uh, at, <laughs> at three, I, I, I would start telling them funny stories about other people. Yeah. And then at four to five is when I realized, wow, that beer is really strong. <laughs> but I, yeah. but it didn't taste yeah. like yeah. it. Yeah. And then yeah. someone bring the ladder to get me off the roof. <laughs> That's six. That's yeah. when you rel- relinquish the barbecue tongs. <laughs> yeah. Step yeah. away from the fire. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this this one is really nice, and I'm curious. You know, the old school Falconer's Flight. Um, you know, who chose that, and and why? And, and by the way, it's, I think it's a great choice. Yes. So I, I'm asking, uh, yes. who, who's the smart one, and why? Well, actually, the story behind that is when we were like the first thing that I tried to do after we basically incorporated the brewery was go contract hops. And this is like in 2013. 
and there was nothing good available for a new brewery with no credit history that wasn't open yet. Right. To, to, to get originally, originally we were we were planning to put a lot of citra in this, um, and actually we won a homebrewing award with a version of this beer that had citra in it. Okay. So we're like, damn it, no citra. And so then the, the idea was like, well, what can we make that would be still pretty damn good, but still like sustainable? And Falcon and Spike was one of those things. Is like not everybody was just you know reaching for it. And I was like, well, let's try it. And took a few experiments, and we got Hayburner. You know, nice. so, and that, that seems that seems that seemed to work out. I think it did too. Yeah, I love this hop combination, and I don't know that I've. Um, seen this exact top combination before sure. but it all really works together nicely do you over the years do you has falconer's flight stayed pretty consistent for you versus kind of how you can get crop your variation if you stick with just a name brand top right um there is i would say some variation from year to year so you know we we may do some a little bit of tweaking here and there in terms of how much we're adding and that that sort of thing um but it's it's fairly consistent i mean just Consistently, that like big orange character um, mm-hmm. has been there since the beginning. So it hasn't, it hasn't changed very much. Actually, the thing that's changed the most, the most on this beer has been the clarity. Um, like when we first started brewing it, it was we were like finding it and trying to get it clearer. And then you know, looking around and trying to follow the trend, it's like I don't think that makes any sense. And so we sort of abandoned all you know. Uh, attempts at really trying to clarify this beer for the, which made the beer like a lot better. <laughs> um, nice. So nice. it's one of those things that like we brewed it over and over again, and just gotten better and better and better over time. So you noticed that you guys you preferred the flavor profile. You weren't dropping out some of the things you that you found desirable when you stopped clarifying. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I think when you if you're going to not filter or, or clarify or anything. You know, your shelf life's probably going to go down a little bit. Okay. But the intensity when it's fresh is just way better. Yeah. Like, like, we, like we, we, we would get a beer in the bright tank, and it tasted great, and we'd let it sit there for three days and clarify, and then we'd be like, it's not as good as it was before, you know? Um, so then we're like, well, let's just then not do that. <laughs> that, was, uh, that, was, that, was, that was a pretty good idea. Yeah, genius. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really enjoy the aroma of this beer. I think that it just has a, like I said, it's a little citrusy, it's slightly floral, um, but it's also, it's strong. It has a really strong aroma. It really comes out of there. Um, so I'm enjoying that. And then, yeah, again, just that it sort of doesn't taste like a, it doesn't drink like a 7% it doesn't, beer. It doesn't. No. It really I'm is. I'm actually already drunk. <laughs> I had to probably have three sips. I can't. Yeah. Do you know what the IBUs I, are? I can tell you that um, I, I, I'm, I'm surprised by how many people, like how much Hayburner people drink. Like, <laughs> right. Like they'll be like, yeah, I drank like 10 Hayburners yesterday. It's like, how is that possible? <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know. It's just. It happens. And then their wife is like, actually, that was the day before yesterday. You've been sleeping since then. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's strong. We've all had, like, everyone in the brewery has had, like, a Hayburner moment. Like, it's, it's, it, 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 it happens to everybody. Right? Yeah. Hmm. And so, actually, those are some of my favorite beers because they just give you that a story to tell your friends or <laughs> a story for your friends to tell about you. Right. That Hayburner moment. There's some yeah. other. I have some local yep. uh, brewery favorites. Uh, Drake's makes a beer that I've had uh, a moment uh, with. It's uh, um, Denogonizer. Okay. Oh. Uh, whenever I back in the day in the Pacheco house and we had that on tap every now and then because yeah. Chad would put it on tap. Right. Well, Chad mm-hmm. like would have one. 
but me because I'm an idiot. I'm And also, to me, it, it, it drank like this. And so, yeah, four of those. And before I knew it, I was I was naked and out <laughs> in the front yard. Uh, yeah. So I, you guys need T-shirts for like hay burner moments, I think. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good <laughs> yeah. idea. Your customers like, can like, probably relate. You, leave, you know, you just find them in random places. You know, <laughs> they're going to leave them. You know, yeah. Kind of thing. That'd be a good social media campaign. Hashtag Hayburner moment. Yeah. Just think of all the videos you would see. Tell us about your Hayburner <laughs> moment. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, I'm running by good. the lawyers first, though. Oh, yeah, don't endorse it at <laughs> yeah, all. Just right. let it happen. Right. Uh, so I just, uh, before we wrap things up, uh, running uh, out of time here, but I just wanted to ask, like, you know, what do you guys have, have planned for the future? And are you, you guys going down the sour beer route or uh, the, the more session beer route? What do you guys see yourselves doing in the next few years? Artisan water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You never know. Um, you know, <laughs> probably a little bit, of, a little bit of everything. I mean, we like experimenting with sours. I wish I could do more with sours. We just like don't have the space. And again, because we're like the science guys, we're just afraid of like ruining our entire brewery. So but we've got a few barrel age experiments that are like hanging out in various random places in the brewery. Okay. Um, and then we, and then, and then it's like still IPAs are really, really popular here. So um, we started doing these like limited release canned IPAs of like these you know ridiculously hops ipas those are very very hazy you know they get all the instagram pictures and whatnot so um those make people pretty happy so you know we release like a new beer in cans every two three months got it how far outside of buffalo can people find your beer um we actually just well not very far actually (laughs) we just started distributing in rochester which is sort of like the sister city of buffalo about an hour away um but that's that's about it we that's that's about as much as we can make in just speeding these two cities so um yeah you you have to come and find us if you want to try our beer okay well i highly recommend doing that uh, not just because the beer was was really cool today but the area up there is really nice i like buffalo uh, not in the winter by the way don't fucking go near that place in the winter uh i have driven through there i was on my way to toronto which it just gets worse as you go right, um yeah. but i was going to a friend's for christmas and i i went through uh it actually was kind of beautiful but uh i'm just terrified of the cold and and the I don't know what it was, 100 inches of snow that it seemed like was on the ground. Um, you guys have some rough winters there, yeah? Yeah, it happens every once in a while. Every, you know, random wake up and can't get out your door right. sort of thing. But around, around here, people are like, oh, whatever. It's you guys just, don't you know, even notice anymore. It's just, it's just another day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're better people than I am. Right. You can go to BigDitchBrewing.com. You can get the address of where to find them. Uh, there's also a Find Us on Tap link right there. Uh, you can get information about the tap room, all the beers that we've been talking about. There's even a Jobs and Events link. Oh. So, uh, oh. uh, yeah. Go check them out at BigDitchBrewing.com. And, uh, Matt, I want to thank you so much for spending your time with us and also for sending us beer um it was we really appreciate being able to try it with you yeah man huh. yeah no problem thanks for having me i appreciate it if you ever make it out to sunny california you give us a call come on into the studio Absolutely. and uh, we'll share some beer with you would love to do that all right very cool thanks matt take care all right thank you 
All right. There you go, folks. That is Matt Kahn. He is the president of um, Big Ditch Brewing Company. Sent us a lot of great beer. Yeah. Enjoy trying today. Um, freshly canned, too. Freshly canned. He date stamps the bottom, so that way you can see. Yeah? What's nice. the, what, you, what, uh, what date you got there? Uh, on the low bridge, it was May 2nd. Nice. Oh, Jesus, on that hay burner, May 26th. Okay. Oh, whoa. That's about... Ten days old or something. Yeah. He sent us the good stuff. Pretty good. We got one more can of that, too, so... Okay. We got an Indian leg wrestle for it. I'm sorry, Native American leg wrestle for it. Thank you. You're welcome. That's better. You'll do that after just one can. Chicken boner. (laughs) 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 All right. uh, Hey, you guys know the um, third annual California Craft Beer Summit and Beer Festival is coming up again. Um, it's in September, September 7th through the 9th, and is the premier event for the craft brewing industry. It's put on by the California Craft Brewers Association. Network with established and up-and-coming brewers, learn from equipment vendors and suppliers, and get tips on how to perfect and improve your home-brewed beer. Get the chance to hear brewing industry innovators and pioneers talk about their days as home brewers and share stories from their startup experience. Educational sessions include Ask the Brewmaster, How to Start a Brewery, uh, and help you build a strong foundation in the beer industry and continue to your craft. The three-day event ends with the largest craft beer festival in California, featuring more than 160 breweries from across California. Uh, and it's all right in front of the state capitol. By the way, I've been there. That, that festival is a beautiful spot to be, and the entire event is a good time. The Summit's a valuable educational event for everyone, whether you're looking to start your own brewery, pair beer with food, taste and discuss different beer styles, or advance your understand, understanding of distribution channels. Um, you can get your tickets. They're available uh, at uh, cacraftbeersummit.com, cacraftbeersummit.com. Early bird discount ends on July 10th, so I, uh, I suggest you go do it. And, uh, yeah, we went. I went to the first one, and yeah. it, it really was a, a great summit. It wasn't advertised like this at the time, okay. but it was really like a who's who of beer, and, okay. it, and it was relatively small because it was its first year. Right. I'm telling you, every brewer that you ever wanted to meet, you know, you homebrewers out there who have like your, you know, I got to meet that guy. They were all there. (laughs) It was a really, uh, it was a very cool scene. So um, I'm sure it's only gotten better since then. Go to CACraftBeerSummit.com and check it out. All right, guys, you know what's up next. I do. When we come back. What? Time to finalize that death pool. (sighs) They're ready out there. Talk to them. They're ready to come in. Yes. All right. We're going to take a little break right now. And when we come back, the moment you've been waiting for for years, which one of us will croak first? (laughs) You'll hear it here first. The only scoop we ever get on the session. Time to go swimming. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Check out their brand new patent-pending mash-and-boil 110-volt electric mashing and boiling unit. This compact all-stainless unit lets you mash, sparge, and boil just about anywhere that has a 110-volt plug. Double-wall construction adds to efficiency and safety, and a precise thermostat keeps temperatures where you want them. Unlike insulated buckets and converted coolers, multiple temperature 
Archer Rest mashing is easy to do, all for under 300 bucks. They also feature the Mark II Work Pump, a magnetic drive high-temperature pump that does the work of pumps that cost twice as much, as well as exclusive Brewer's Edge regulators and quality Keg King kegs and disconnects. Check them out today at williamsbrewing.com to bruise their vast selection. With over 20 years of experience making world-class craft beer and more than 100 gold medals in international competitions, Moylan's Brewing Company is not just a pretty face in craft beer. Just ask Brendan Moylan. What do we got here? The beer of the hour. Moylan's, gotta love that big M. It's like a sign of awesomeness. It's got an extra kick to it. Let's pour this bad boy. Oh, Easy oh yeah. Oh, Moylan's. The end of the night when the kids are finally in bed, the wife's in bed, <laughs> nobody's bothering your ass anymore. That's Moylan's time. Moylan's is for you. Yeah! It's to help you out. Yeah. It helps me out. What? Well, because it's freaking awesome. Northern California brewed. It's brewed with love. With love? Oh, yeah. Tremendous. And it's always best where? Moylan's. got to try it on tap at Moylan's. In Novato. They're friggin' awesome. Not only because I own the brewery, because I love the beer. Cheers! Boom! Kilt Lifter Scotch Ale takes big beers to a whole new level with rich malt balanced perfectly with delicate hops and now comes in four-pack tall boy cans so you can take the party on the go. Or come to the brewery, take a tour, and try any of Moylan's fresh creations right from the source. Check them out at Moylan's.com. Army, have you heard the latest at Hop Tech? Since Hop Tech has doubled in size after a huge expansion, Jade and Roberto can stock even more of the best quality homebrewing supplies and equipment. Over 60 kick-ass varieties of hops and malts, monster truckloads of quality brewer's yeast, including white labs, white yeast, and multiple dry yeasts. They even have all grain systems from Grainfathers and Ruby Street Brew Systems, thanks to Jade, the brand new all grain brewer. And don't forget about their 10% discount to all BN Army members. Jade and Roberto are waiting for you and all of your brewing questions over at hoptech.com. Hoptech, totally not sucking since 1983. Hey guys, what'll it be? I'm not sure. What do you recommend? A lot of people seem to like the Hefeweizen. Is that a German Hefeweizen or more of an American-style wheat beer? I'm not sure, but I can give you a taste. Okay, great. Great. The Cicerone Certification Program certifies and educates beer professionals in order to elevate the beer experience for consumers. Unfortunately, not every bar is staffed with certified beer servers who can guide their customers through a beer list. Here you go, guys. Let me know what you think of the Hefeweizen. Yeah, that's definitely more of an American meat. But I can hardly tell because this beer just smells like sour butter. I wonder how long it's been since they cleaned the draft line. Yeah, and look at the bubbles on the side of the glass. It's filthy. Somebody should tell these guys about the Cicerone program. For sure. How about we head somewhere else for another beer? Your server should give beer the same respect you do. Request quality. The Cicerone certification program offers four levels of beer certification, in-person classes, and course books for beer professionals. Check them out at Cicerone.org. The Cicerone Certification Program. We know beer. Mm 
Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zanishef, and I want to tell you about Heretic Evil Twin. You might be familiar with my homebrew recipe, which uses massive late hopping to create a balance between the malty sweet and the hoppy bitter, along with an outrageous malt and hop character. I wanted a beer with the same bold hop and malt character, so we played around with the homebrew recipe until we were able to make a great commercial version, too. We've created a beer rich in malt character, full of caramel, toast, biscuit, and an ever-so-subtle roast note. On top of that, we piled in an insane amount of citra and Columbus hops at the end of the boil, as well as in dry hopping. This damn-the-cost approach to hopping gives Heretic's Evil Twin a great blast of citrus and tropical fruit that can't be matched by any other hop. The result is a bold, malty, hoppy, but easy-drinking beer. This is our top seller, our flagship beer, and I couldn't be prouder of it. Cheers. To find Heretic Beers near you, click on Find Some at hereticbrewing.com. was mislabeled welcome back to the program ladies and gentlemen i might be dead already um <laughs> yeah uh stranger things have happened hey craftbeer.com don't forget that they got the beer and food course over there and it's free the craftbeer.com beer and food course is the groundbreaking course that leads professionals and enthusiast chefs alike through the basics of pairing beer and food and the beer and food course was built by a culinary institute of america graduate and certified cicerone my brother was a cia graduate as a matter of fact so great school there are two versions the professional version made for chefs restaurateurs brewers and hospitality professors and uh, professionals and an enthusiast version created for at-home chefs so learn how to pair beer with your favorite foods including chocolate charcuterie and cheese and you'll ultimately get to know beer styles too oh and it's all free visit craftbeer.com to learn more i like free i like free i know <laughs> I know. Falling apart. I must be nervous all of a sudden. About yeah, you're about to find out how long you have. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time to do the official, the first ever official uh, Brewing Network death pool. Uh, as you know, we have been talking about this for years, um, discussing our... Unofficially. Our, our unofficially. <laughs> That's right. Our various uh, ailments, uh, vices, age... Uh, <laughs> Decrepit <laughs> body parts. General deficiencies. Mobility. Yes. Questionable lifestyle. Uh, yes. Uh, all of these things. And and estimating over the years who's at the at the top of the... And, right. and really, we've only ever, I think, mostly talked about like the top two anyway. We, we may sure. have extended further every now and then, but we never like posted a list. We never went down the whole thing. Who cares about third place uh, anyway? Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. They have plenty of time. So yeah. in this one, third place... Place is the second winner, so yeah, there's that a runner up. So, we thought uh, as we're getting uh, long in the tooth, um, <laughs> and have been doing this for a while, uh, we talk about our different ailments, that, you know, on the air. Yeah. That it was, it was time to get an official version of the Brewing Network death pool. It's time to get real. Yeah. So, what we've done is we've uh, invited uh, a friend of the show, um, Russ. Who is a uh, cardiac technician? Uh, did I get that right? Ish. Does the red light uh, mean something? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You tell does, me. Do I, does it work? I, can you hear me? Yeah, you're on. I'm a registered diagnostic cardiac sonographer. I do cardiac ultrasound. Okay. 
Got it. Which I is, look at hearts all day. You look at hearts all day. And We're not how, doing how, that tonight. And what they're Sweet. doing. And, oh, okay. How they're working, how they're pumping. I can usually tell how long you've got. You can. Just within oh. a few seconds, yeah. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Why don't we have that machine here? Uh, dude. You don't want to know. That uh, is a, You should the, the, the crew in this room does not want to know, know. Can we just, how long they've got. Can we just put the microphone up to our chest and you can tell us? <laughs> she could. <laughs> okay. Uh, by she, he, uh, Dr. Carolyn is also joining us, uh, who is a, a real-life medical doctor. Uh, what is your field? I'm a cardiologist. You are okay. So you're, you're yeah. I am a real life. Yeah. The one and, yeah. and and monitoring the thing that will kill us eventually. For sure. Basically. Yeah. So who do we call Doc now? <laughs> right. I'm confused. Well, we still have DDS. Doc and we have oh, Doctor okay. Carolyn. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what to call Russ. I tried, and it's a long ass fucking thing, and <laughs> right. so he's just Russ. He loves muffin. He loves Russell. Russell. Yes. Actually, he hates Russell. Yeah, he hates it. All right. Well, we're gonna stick with Russ. Thank you. And actually, I'm just gonna do this for radio. Now that we've made it clear, you're not a nurse. You're correct. I'm still gonna call you Nurse Russ from now. That's true. But we've. Not misleading my listeners. No. Uh, you, I am her assistant, in effect. So okay. that, that works. But assistant okay. Russ does never ring to it. I'm trying to help Ask you. Russ. Ask yeah. Russ. Yeah. No, it doesn't, yeah. Not yeah. Russ. Wet nurse Russ. So uh, for now, we're going to go with nurse Russ, and uh, yeah. we, we've made it clear that you're not an actor. We'll yeah. change it later and dub it out. Or Probably. That, yeah. that, yeah. Yeah. I, just, I, I always need a catchy name. It helps me survive, <laughs> yeah. essentially. Right. Uh, like Beardy. <laughs> so Russ used to live, a little back, Russ used to live uh, the block over from me, and when I moved in the neighborhood and he found out that I made beer for a living, okay. uh, not for a living, but made beer at home and made 10 gallons at a time, we were instant best friends. I see. <laughs> to the point where one time we had a barbecue and he walked through my my glass door, my sliding glass door. Nice. It was like a Homer um, Simpson moment. It like, literally was. Oh, beer. So, so Russ is one of us in okay. this room. So uh, have you put yourself so you know, in, in the pool? Uh, about I, the... I have not. Okay. I didn't think it would be fair in the odds if, to make myself the... Is it, is it a winner or ringer. a loser? It, who's the, would you count it as a winner tonight if you're going to die first or <laughs> we a loser? How are we, we were hoping you would figure that out. <laughs> it depends on who you're asking. Uh, I consider it the winner, yes. <laughs> Being number one at you anything yeah. is oh, very yeah. important to me. It's, yeah, it's lonely at the top. I, I feel like I'm middle of the road. I mean, I could easily get hit by lightning and run over by a bus at the same time as easily as Beardy could. So. Right. Um, All right. Well, there you go. Yeah. Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, as I mentioned earlier, um, we've we've really done almost everybody at at the Brewing Network. Um, there were a couple people who didn't submit. I think some uh, by accident, and 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 some deliberately. Tasty uh, decided to opt out of the, uh, which I'm pretty sure it's because he's 300 years old. Correct. Um, yeah. It, it, nobody knows his actual age, but it is somewhere around Moses. Correct. Uh, or or yeah. he mailed his answers in. Uh, Instead of email, that's true. That could, could have happened. Lost yeah. the, um, the fax broke down, right. or whatever. The original Wells Fargo wagon is still delivering. <laughs> Will we re-rank if I receive his results? Yes. Okay. If, if if anybody could ever convince him to uh, participate, then we we would re-rank. Um, yes. But in the meantime, have you dealt with how to deal with uh, those who did not submit to the questionnaire? Do you want to answer this, Carolina? No, you can go ahead. Okay. <laughs> we we agreed that we would just assign the three people that I'm aware of that didn't answer uh-huh. the same value in terms of odds. Okay. I won't reveal it now. That's great. Good, good. Okay. But they aren't ranked. So they aren't mixed into they're, they're, the hierarchy. They all, because That's they enough. are either yeah. 
using snail mail, which I doubt, mm-hmm. or they're just completely avoiding the questions altogether, which gives us pause for concern that, that <laughs> maybe, I don't know who these people are, yeah, yeah. that they have right. some things to hide. This is what I thought, <laughs> yes. too. I'm Everybody glad you're does. talking about this. Yeah. So, do you see this in the field, Dr. Carolyn, when you, when you are questioning a patient, if either you can tell they're full of shit or they just they aren't answering you, that, that you're, you end up assigning a, a level of risk because of that? Oh, for sure. You do. It happens uh, all the time. Yeah. Have you ever said, really, <laughs> to an answer? Um, how many times did I say that? today <laughs> yeah. really? so this is I, I hadn't actually thought that it would be a thing that you deal with on a daily basis but of course it is none of us really want to tell our doctor the truth yeah. right how, how many i'm no, different by how the many way. packs I of cigarettes always, do you smoke and yeah. they, they always like ch- 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 a half or a third of no, that I, I always say well so uh so what, do you smoke a carton a day and then, oh no no it's only like four packs Instead of if I ask them the go. other way around, it's maybe a pack uh, and a half. Right. Yeah. Round down. See, yeah. I'm, I'm the opposite. My theory is that the, the, the one person that, about your health that you really want to be honest with is your doctor. You're not going to put me in jail. You're going to tell me, all right, so here's the deal. You keep that up. You're, this is what's going to happen. By the way, I can probably give you these meds that might help you with that. And if you're really unwilling to quit that, you should try this. So I'm like, uh, I'm the opposite. But I, I'm fully aware that most people are like, no, oh, well, I don't do that. I actually read a lot of the notes from the doctors, and I'm surprised how many people are honest about they are. their okay. drug use. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I lied to my and, and clearly you weren't right, yeah. when you got hired. I lied to as my as wife. I lied to my wife and kids all the time about it. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. He said it, not me. <laughs> yeah, they don't know shit. That's why you're not an MD. Yeah. I'm practicing. That's so why they don't, don't get allowance. <laughs> Do you have any advice for our listeners out there, Dr. Carolyn, who might be either afraid to be fully honest with their doctor, or, or for whatever reason, like you know, of why it it's maybe important that they do and how it's maybe a little more harmless than they think or helpful rather. Well, I think that, you know, when patients are not honest with us then we don't have the full picture, we don't really know what's going on. And so we can't really tell you what's going to be the best way to be treated or not be treated. Yeah. And nobody's judging you. You know, when you tell the doctor, we're not, we're not judging you. Yeah, so that's, I think that's important. To so you, know. Other than potentially caring about you, right. you know, like, well, you, maybe you should you're supposed to give us your professional opinion. Right. But we shouldn't take that personal like we're being judged. It, it's right. just I'm just trying to help you out. Right. By the way, take it or leave it. You're the one who so, came to the hospital. I think that's the big thing is that, you know, when people are honest or when people are not honest with me. Yeah. Or I tell them to do something and they don't do it. It's not. You know, take it or leave it. Yeah, this and you're opinion. not offended if they haven't listened to you. You just no. there's only so much help you can give. There's only so much I can do. Yeah, I doubt. I think so, she can do more. So you can't be. She's She can do more. Okay. <laughs> just, just so, you so you can't be a cop and a doctor. I can't be a cop and a doctor. Yeah. I'm not a very oh, good okay. cop. Right. I'm an okay doctor. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, doctor okay. cop. MD. <laughs> oh, man, that's a TV show. That does not sound good. <laughs> So, Russ, describe to us uh, what you've done to to help evaluate uh, the death pool. You, you created a questionnaire for us. Well, I, I put together a list of questions that I think Dr. Carolyn would ask to her patients on uh, a first-time meeting basis. And I added in a few things that I thought were relevant that maybe she doesn't ask, that maybe tells a little more about a person's background and history. And 
mental health is just as important as as the physical health too. Right. Hmm. I'm glad we didn't have to yeah. answer those. Well, you, you that actually questionnaire. Actually, while we're on the subject, you are the one person who didn't answer the questions. I did not answer anything because, uh-huh. and I'm going to tell. There's two what? reasons why. Stuff to hide. So uh-huh. here, just as an example, they were questions like, you know, when's the last time you had a physical? No, and, no, 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 no. Those weren't the questions. Or, or when's the last? Give, <laughs> give me an example of a question. Uh, how many Doobie Brothers are there? No, no, I was, no, <laughs> I was getting to that. Okay, but, I feel but, like that's, this, but you that's the same as asking how but, old but, someone is. But before that, it would be like yeah. a real question, yeah. and then as a secondary yeah. part of that real question, yeah. what's your favorite peanut butter? Yeah. Okay. Well, I ignored all that because I was, I thought first of all, I thought it was him, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't, MJP. I was like, yeah. I already know, I don't have time for this. Yeah. I don't have time for a bunch of fucking bullshit. Your antics. So your I, antics. I avoided all the questions that I felt like didn't have to yeah, do. with I, that's my, what I should. I ask those questions so, every day. You What's do. your favorite peanut butter? Really? How many Doobie Brothers are there? Stop. This See, is not a real thing. When I when Come I on. when I put the list be. together, I didn't know this was the final list going out. Yeah. Sort of a rough draft. I was just trying to make up some questions. More like a rust draft. Rust draft. Yeah, rough. So then I all of a sudden one day I got an email from Bev yeah. answering all these questions. I was like, oh, I, I did forget to it, tell you for it, like two went days. Out. I didn't know. I wouldn't have. Yeah. I wouldn't have left that all that in. But but uh. I was suspicious. When you didn't answer, yeah. should Pluto still be considered a planet? <laughs> yeah, I, I really yeah. thought that he's hiding something. This is the first thing I thought of. Okay, well, I hope it gave you some uh, insight into my psyche. Yeah. Well, honestly, no, honestly, I thought this is the one guy who took everything serious because he didn't want to waste his time on these questions, and then he skipped all that and did answer the questions after that. So I, I, I get where you're coming. Well, from. He, okay. he is okay. also anti-science, so right. there's that. Yeah, maybe he, he, I'm maybe fully he science know. and fully mystical. Well, it, <laughs> This is a good time to, to ask. You said if any information came out during the course of this this yeah. conversation, it could change the odds. How do you feel about Pluto? <laughs> yeah, it's scientific. I, I could give a fuck. Okay. Uh, yeah. Can you, and how do you feel about the Doobie Brothers? How many are there? You know, I don't know. Okay, I gave him points for not caring. Yeah. About about those. Wait, things. what? So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you said, "Who gives a fuck about the Doobie Brothers?" That yeah. was positive for you. I mean, that's yeah, what I was I thinking, but that's not what. But I But you answered, so I, right. you lost. Yeah. You lost some psychology. You're not comfortable enough in your own skin to give the doctor the finger when they ask you about the Doobie Brothers. But well, in, in right. fairness, the doctor actually gave me the finger when I asked her about the Doobie Brothers. <laughs> because right? she's a good yeah. doctor. Right. And, and, and she's going Probably to likes the Doobie Brothers. Brothers. Why would I flip the person off that's trying to fix me right now? <laughs> no, it was a, it's Nobody a can fix exam. you, Beardy. Oh, yeah. it's that finger. Yeah. Oh, giving me I like, the finger. Like you thought it was me. <laughs> like fucking around. Yeah, yeah. I'm funnier yeah, than that. Right. Come on. I, I just well, didn't. Well, no, because you'll do silly things like that. That's true. And I felt like that maybe they sent you. Um, and I spiced it up. Yes. I punched it up. I want to ask you Questions about your balls. That's what I would have <laughs> yeah. done. You're right. You're right. Well, so would the doctor, frankly. Well, that's true. It's a real physical. How many grapes kind of wide <laughs> yes. is well, your ball? Heart doctor. That's it. <laughs> Waist up. <laughs> so, Carolyn, Dr. Carolyn, uh, would you say of these questions that I put together, a good many of those are things you would ask a patient with your first interview with them? Maybe not the peanut butter. Right. Or the well, Doobie I Brothers. I like the peanut butter. I might add okay. the peanut butter. All right. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. But actually, yeah. How old are you? Any surgeries? Any heart problems? That's important. Yeah. yeah. Some family Smoking. history in there. I'm yeah. a cardiologist for crying out loud. Smoking, I ask everybody. Yeah. Yeah, that's should. bad. Don't do that. Right. You, I noticed you said uh, cigarettes and vaping. Aren't they both bad for you, doctor? 
I think that we're going to find that vaping is also bad for us. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. But you're saying once we, more we people, haven't... Once more people die. Once more people die. wait for yeah. a few more deaths. If you're sort vaping... Like with cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. If you're you vaping, good... you're participating in the sample size right now. I think we're going to find out that that's not going to be as good as we thought. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, right. Exercising. That's important. I ask everybody that. Do you exercise? Yeah. How much? What do you do? <laughs> um... Armchair curls. Well, and I think that yeah. ties into also what do you do for a living because some people are more active in their day job and don't go to the gym. That's true. Can I interject? A, I don't a, think that's a, as good. A response to one of the questions about exercising. Sure. Yes. Um, one person said, "Let me see if I get this right. I hate exercise. I work my ass off and sweat every day, but I'm not going to lift weights when I could be lifting kegs." Or hops. Okay, Who so was that? Beardy. That's a good answer. <laughs> no, that wasn't. No? No. Oh, Jamal, oh. probably. That guy. Oh, it, was, it has and to and be. And that's just a guess. We don't yeah. need to clarify who right. that was. Right, Because uh, he's not here to release that information. Wait, but I'm guessing that? Jamal. Jamil. Yeah. Well, unless things changed since I left Heritage. <laughs> he's not even doing that. He did not lift a finger. <laughs> well, I think he said he would rather do that. Oh, he would uh, rather. No, that's not what he said. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Was right. Well, now, anyway. Dr. Carolyn, yeah. you just, when, when Beardy said it at first, you were saying that that is not as good as uh, stopping to exercise. Is that right? So, right. So I have people tell me all day long, hey, I'm very active all day. Well, I'm. I'm kind of active all day, too, running up and down the stairs at the hospital and things like that. Okay. And I know that when I'm not exercising, I feel it. You do? Oh, yeah. Okay. And I will go up and down five flights of stairs at a time and be sucking wind at the top of the stairs. So, Got it. Yeah. So there is a difference There's between a difference. workplace activity For sure. and, and you know, actual exercise. We went through this phase in life where we said, well, it doesn't matter that you don't exercise all at one time, that you just exercise in blocks here and there, and it's what the sum is over the course of the day. And I don't, I think that we're finding that that's not as good. I mean, even the American Heart Association recommends 30 minutes a day. Okay. Or 180 minutes a week. Usually not all at the same time. 150 minutes a week to yeah. 180. Do we have a fixed number of beats? <clears throat> In our heart? No. <laughs> Over our lifetime? <laughs> we do no. not. Oh, okay. I've, heard, I've been told that answer before, too. I can't exercise. We I only have so them. many, and I don't want to waste them. <laughs> our president uh, believes that we have a finite amount of energy, yeah. and why should we waste it on exercise? Well... There was a Justin Timberlake movie about that <laughs> very thing. That's true. Running on a treadmill is not fun. Let, nope. me, let me say this. Try getting outside. Over the course of this interview so far, yes. I've become worried for Dr. Carolyn. <laughs> And here's why. Especially your chosen field as a cardiologist. How do you live every day knowing all the things that are bad for a person and not like beat yourself up constantly or be stressed about this or that? Like you can't possibly be living the perfect healthy life because nobody can. How do you deal with that as a doctor? Well, like knowing all the consequences all the time. You know the consequences, and you say, okay, well, I'm okay with those consequences. Okay. That's or you say you're not, and you change your lifestyle. Okay. Quality yeah. over quantity. On a scale of hmm. 1 to 10, um, 10 being the uh, healthiest, uh, most uh, health-conscious, conscientious uh, patient or person you've ever met, if you don't mind me asking, where would you put yourself on that scale? Ooh. Mm. Mm. <laughs> 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 just moved her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the cobbler's kid. Yeah, you, you don't have to answer. Yeah, it's, um, it's okay. I I I go through the uh, every every day off 
often at How home. many churros did you have last week? The, uh, How many churros did you have I, last week? I don't want to tell you. You were at Disneyland. <laughs> it doesn't count when you're at Disneyland for crying out loud. It doesn't count. Churros That's a count. fact. Medical and, fact. And, I'm not and we a, walked like 10 miles a day each Ch- day. So I would say that there are a lot of days that I look at myself and I say, come on, you can't tell patients this all day long and then be a hypocrite about it. So, okay. I feel the same way as a technician, but, it, but I do it anyway. See, I'm less thinking about that part and just about the personal stress of, of the, just the knowledge that you hold. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. Each bite of the churro. Uh, it was like, there goes five I minutes. Oh, not, the churro was so good. <laughs> I'm genuinely yeah. not worried uh, that I, I think that any doctors are, are hypocrites. I mean, I have gone to overweight doctors. I mean, for God's sake, if Doc never flossed his teeth but told me to do that every day, I, I wouldn't hold it against him because I know his professional opinion is that is that what's right. I'm more talking about like when you have to go to sleep at night yourself and you're like god damn it my heart's gonna explode i feel, yeah. I feel the same way about about all the bad beer in the world okay it's just like god i'm trying to tell people but nobody listens yeah yeah and it hurts you're doing the lord's work yeah you're gonna die of stress then yeah. probably yeah and what does that mean I'm just stressed out now. Now, now that we'll find out top of the heap. I don't think there were any stress questions in yeah. in, in the list. Oh, no, the, no those weren't. were in the the questions about the Doobie Brothers and oh. uh, <laughs> right. 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 stress is really for Russ about yeah. the Doobie Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. If you didn't feel <laughs> you, you had time to answer that question, uh, I'm clearly stressed <laughs> right. out. Yeah. You're stressing well. Russ out <laughs> by not answering. Yeah. Actually, if, I didn't forge you all the Warshak tests. Brothers, stress Russ out. Okay, so uh, based on this questionnaire, and, and obviously you guys have thought a lot about this and, and taken your years of experience into account, you, um, you do feel like you've uh, come up with a list for us. Is there anything before we get to our, our actual list that you'd like to discuss uh, about warning signs or, or uh, you know, answers that might have been most uh, concerning? Anything like that? I'll kick that to Carolyn. Well, we had some. Okay. okay. Although, I, when it comes to like answers that are most disturbing, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, all right. This is where, this is where we mm. money shot. <laughs> yeah. You know, someone answered. Do you think it's uh, to the question? Do you think it's fair that Pluto got kicked out of the solar system? Yeah. No, I think its new title, quote unquote, is offensive to dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> think that that shows some stress. Mm. That yeah. stress. Oh, wow. <laughs> to me, that shows sensitivity. Can I show who that's that's from? Okay. Or the, do you smoke cigarettes or vape? Hell no. Superheroes don't do that. Okay. <laughs> that's good. It's stressful to be a superhero. That's a child at heart. It yeah. is. Yeah. Hard to be a superhero. So would you say, like, uh, like in general, uh, a comedic, quote-unquote, responses to serious questions uh, indicate some level of mental stress? Mm. Um, I think or just so. a, a juvenile. It depends on if it was it funny. Depends. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it depends. Air quoted. Like when I'm seeing a patient and they're trying to be funny yeah. to try to like dance around the right. issue. Yeah, yeah. Then uh, that's, that that indicates some stress. Right. Okay. Yeah, they're hiding something. Right. All right. Yeah. Not right. not that they're well adjusted and are coping with the hard situations in their life. I'm not entirely yeah. sure that the joking is a well-adjusted coping mechanism. Ask Robin Williams. Ask Robin Williams how well-adjusted he is. <laughs> I'll, I'll call him right now. Okay. Oh, wait, he's dead. Oh. oh. So okay. Those are probably the best. Okay. Yeah, we, there's, right. there was a lot of good answers. Okay. Uh, oh, good. Um, a lot of good references to Jack Bauer. <laughs> okay. Um, I did, I did one most of those. most everyone answered very seriously. Sadly, 
Uh, we were told many times to be wanted, serious. We wanted a real list here, you know. Um, diet was an interesting um, oh, diet was section of responses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. This was going to open up. Give Russ's us some eyes. examples that you found interesting. Uh, and I won't name this person. Very aware of my diet. Try hard to limit carb, grain, sugar intake. Eat protein and veggies as much as possible. Don't drink soda. However, I love ice cream. That's probably my biggest weakness. Hmm. I try to balance my mm-hmm. between being reasonably healthy and eating habits while still enjoying the occasional order of fries and milkshake. Okay. Mm. That's Moscow. I think so, too. Yeah. By the way, we're not going to confirm any of this. This is correct. our unprofessional opinion yeah, correct. on the people that we know. <laughs> can we can we review your numbers in the room here of what you rated your diet? Did, yeah, yeah, us in the room here. Okay. Sure. Did Bevo mention Taco Bell? Bevo is <laughs> yes not in the no. room. Yeah, so we can't. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I prop a burrito in the heel of my hand and just push it in <laughs> if like, it's a one, Play-Doh, but, like a Play-Doh you know, I, mill. I find if it's that it's better bite. than chewing. <laughs> The question was asked, uh, can you describe your diet on a scale of 1 to 10, with 1 being supersized lifestyle, supersized me lifestyle, yeah. and 10 being a kosher tree-hugging vegan? Okay, yeah. And I don't think anybody put 10. Nobody put 10. Because we would call them out oh, as a fucking sure. liar right, in yeah. a second. The only kosher one is Scott. Yeah. So, <laughs> and even He's the only one who has a chance. He yeah. Do you remember, uh, Beardy, you remember what you put? Probably a six or a seven. That's why I put six to seven. I think, oh, I, got, hey, what I, think you know? I got the high. Pick a the number, you indecisive wrong. shithead. Well, I didn't have enough decisive data to make a decision on. And actually, it's really more relevant to the... It depends on the day. Yeah. Well, weekends right. are cheap days. He didn't ask one hour. Uh, Doc? I should have been a six and not a four. Right? Should have been. What, what, he what changed in three? He put he, a four. I gave a range. No, I put a four, but I put the, the high and the low. I got upside down. I didn't even see oh. but whatever. Uh, oh, I see. Well, that should go to his mental state, too. Then. Exactly. Yes. He can't comprehend what he just well, read. The, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, we can't change the numbers. I'm dyslexic. Also. We, you've you've already been out. noted off. That's actually slicks dexic, but that's okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Jay? Yeah. You I don't remember, remember what I put. Well... First I'm of all, stressed I'm, right now. Doctor <laughs> Carolyn is still trying to figure out your answer to how many Doobie Brothers there are. You put twelve T. Okay, yeah, twelve T. That's about right. Okay. It's, it's more than eleven. A large yeah. family. Yeah. Uh, so it's 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 a lot. What was yeah. his diet answer? What was? Do you remember your diet answer? No, I have no idea. You didn't actually no, you give didn't a number. Actually give a number. Oh, I guess oh. I forgot to give it. Denial. <laughs> Negative points. Oh, saw yeah. squirrel. <laughs> Minus three months. I am very. I'm highly stressed at the moment. Leave me alone. And Justin. Yeah. You only you gave us a number which is six and then you didn't say anything about what no you mean. <laughs> and then and then in was crammed. there a second part I thought you just said no describe no it. He, you did in, you did answer yeah. the question but everyone else was so good about uh, you know they were flowing with their confessions about I see yeah. you know I, I I dig for that last fry in the bag like it's my lifeblood yeah. I thought the question uh, asked no, no, for the I, number I and answer then uh, direct questions with direct answers okay. I, I also thought about all the things these assholes are saying like oh well, it's a range of here to there and whatever I just averaged that out to a number because there's probably sometimes I'm an 8 and there's probably sometimes I'm a 2 and whatever I just average it out uh, but no just, times you're a 10 no 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 and at no times I'm, I'm a 1 either right. if that's fair to say I don't eat a lot of junk I just uh, but there's too many 
veggies on his plate, he gets a little nervous. I like yeah. veggies. That's mm-hmm. not true. Too I love them dipped and fried. <laughs> and wrapped yeah. in ranch. Yeah. charcuterie. Yeah. Ranch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bev texted me. She uh, Apparently she's listening. She says, you can talk about my answers. I don't mind. Okay. Yeah. Oh. What did Bevo answer on her diet? This yeah. one we're curious about. Yeah. Oh, she said 73. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait That's a, a second. Fa- she's an honest uh, person. She's been known to hide pistachios. <laughs> That's an, that's an inside joke Wait, for Jay. Oh, okay. I was, did she elaborate on the question, too, or just she give She gave a number? the shortest answers out of everyone, and she gave a four. She gave a four. Yeah. I oh. buy that. Yeah. Actually, that, I think it might be too high. You, be yeah, the, right. I'm, yeah. She's being generous. No, I, I'm certain that she was nothing but honest. That's a Bevo thing. Yes. Oh, and for actually, sure. four is probably good for Bevo. She probably does even a little better than that. She sometimes. actually answered one of her questions with N slash A. N A. Not applicable. Right. She, she doesn't eat peanut butter or no. something right. like that. She breaks up her Taco Bell <laughs> diet with cheese plates. She actually doesn't have a heart, so she's not concerned about it. Yeah. Okay. I think that besides exercise, besides diet, uh, and smoking and and drinking was something that goes along with why some of you guys are going to be ranked Oh, yeah, higher. and I doubled all your drinking. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that's it. fair. Just like that's the cigarette. Fair. The cigarette. Well, right. I was super honest with my well, drinking. cigarettes. Sure. Now, again, they all say the, that. the question just asked if you drink uh, daily, weekly, or monthly. You all, I, I, I of course, answered uh, daily. Did yeah. you all give the amount that you drink to? I forget. I, think, I may have. I, think I, said I can't believe how much you guys, if you were ever in a court of law, I'm going to tell you guys right now, just answer the fucking question. The more you talk, the more you're incriminating yourself. Hey, I've, I've seen that true. luck. I know how to yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes, okay. everyone was pretty an- pretty pretty honest with their answers yeah. as far as the people I know. But like you were saying, I want all, I want to give all the information I can yeah. to get a, a, a proper right. you know yeah. an, a, an, a, analysis, and then I remembered stupidly that we're talking about Russ, <laughs> so I have no idea what right. that actually will mean. But so this but is so interesting how <laughs> people, how people Kerr- think differently because I yes. thought about that. I was yeah. like, it, it okay. said it gave me the choices, and then I thought, well, daily works. Yeah. Do they want me to tell them how much daily? But then I just thought, well, they didn't ask. Right. I think for me it was it was guilt for knowing that that's bad. Yeah. And so then I should explain myself I that yeah. you know whatever. Right. Okay. Yeah. I didn't want my friend Russ to think I drink seven days a week. Right. So I said three or four days a week. I see. <laughs> but yeah. in reality, how, how often? Do you, I wish there were more days times in the an week. hour. Yeah. Well, Justin would drink it when he's sleeping if he gets somebody to pour it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. it's so good. Doc, do you remember your answer? <laughs> uh, yeah. How often do you drink? Daily. But. But. I'm on a break. How long? Uh, it's been two weeks, and I'll probably got another. Till, till the NHC. Three week, three okay. week hiatus is yeah. what you said. Okay, you had you had beers tonight. You're a liar. Yeah, that's what oh, I'm saying. Start over from day one. How much did I have? I don't know. A couple sips. Okay. Just kidding. Yeah. He doesn't remember the Friday before Memorial Day either. <laughs> yeah. That's we, kind of, yeah. We uh, we asked the question. We Carolyn and I, Doctor yeah. Carolyn and I, uh, about family history. Yeah. And um, this hit home a little bit. Okay. I, I, I had a little tear in my eye when I too have a family. Someone, a third cousin got. Chicken pox when they were three. Yeah, I mean, those, those were some tough things to read, you know. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, some tough. But, uh, but I don't think that was really relevant. We're looking for what do you when you ask for family? What do you want to know? If Dad had you a grabber I'm at a, fifty, <laughs> yeah, pretty much that's yeah. what I want to know. Yeah. That's it. You yeah. want to know about Dad? I want uh, mom, Dad, brothers, sisters, yeah. early heart attack. Yeah, okay. or if they've or in the more extended family, if anybody's died, sort of suddenly, like. 
car accidents that you can't explain or in a drowning or something like that, or they just drop dead and we don't know why. I see. Braces was not an answer. I don't okay. know, I don't know why. Not an answer. We, we didn't want that information. Yeah. Right. I would have put it if <laughs> yeah. I felt you wanted it. <laughs> Thank you for yeah. leaving that out. <laughs> All right. But you wouldn't have put it if you felt I wanted it. No. Right. Okay. Absolutely <laughs> not. Yeah. Stupid joke. Yeah. Next. My, my, my sister had braces. Yeah. <laughs> I printed it out just so I could cross that out. You answered? Is that what JP answered? My sister had braces. <laughs> Uh, my brother. I did. guess I didn't ask specifically about cardiac history, but that was what is implied. That's that's it's that very was, that was that's implied. That's all I ask about. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That was implied. Yeah. Uh, do you have a doctor? What is it? Do you, what did I ask exactly about following up with doctors? Do oh. you go to see one? Mm. She sees him in the hospital. And, oh, my chest hurts. Uh, I want lunch. Can I go home? And then they never come back to a doctor again. Right. Yeah. Mm. See that a lot. They yeah. go in and out. After and then they, chest hurts. Or Five Guys. Oh, yeah. Which is the new most popular one. It is. Apparently. I've heard that. I don't know about that. I mean, I'm okay with it, but it's no in and out. Yeah. Yeah. Never. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it'll kill you just as fast, but it's no in and out. Yeah. They do give away peanuts, though. That's nice. Yeah. That is nice. Yeah, but denying yourself that stuff's going to kill you fast. <laughs> <laughs> Being miserable. Oh, no, miserable and stressful. It'll kill you unhappier is what it's going to do. Yeah. All right. Well, what do you think? Should we should we reveal the list uh, the en- starting from the bottom? I uh, think you have the envelope for each one. Oh, <laughs> right. Oh, That's okay. Open it up. Um, how about I just write it on this here post-it note? Uh, just about how much we care about our mortality right now. Um, just to review how we... We, she, Dr. Carolyn, came up with these. Perfect. Um, she. she didn't know any of you guys. I like that Dr. Carolyn is now a hermaphrodite, by the way. Right. Yeah. Is, uh, <laughs> very nice of you to reveal. Yeah. So it is totally unbiased. <laughs> Family history. She was military, so you know, i gotta be, I got to uh, be politically. Z. Z. Isn't yeah. that what they say? Uh, did we miss anything on the list? Um yeah. Uh, How did you uh, elect- it? electronics was a part of oh. it? How much do you spend on? Oh, oh yeah, that's that's I guess which is interesting a, question. Which is that's very an which interesting is, question nowadays. It's sedentary, but and most people agreed. That, you know, yeah. you're on your phones, you're on your computers, um, you're on your pager, Warren. I mean, all day right. people are <laughs> on these devices. We're, we're binge watching House of Cards right now. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. On our phone we were at Disney you know, last week. So I Russ, may, could, could I have my week. copy? And I'm actually just going to give a rundown to our listeners, a quick rundown of, of the things that that we were asked. Yeah. Here's uh, the oh, here's the list of questions. Oh, perfect. Right that's that's all I need. Okay. So, guys, uh, guys at home, you could you could play along, and as you discover how we were, you know, weighted here. Uh, what's your age, height, weight, and, and favorite peanut butter? Was the first one. Uh, any major surgeries in your history? Any heart problems in your direct family? Uh, which is outlined clearly as mother, father, brother, sister, or pet hamster. No braces. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. How often do you drink? Daily, weekly, or hourly? Uh, do you smoke cigarettes or vape? Uh, how often do you exercise? Um, when was your last physical exam with a medical professional? I like oh. how see that's the kind of clarity I required. Not, no, so the, I, not the masseuse yeah. on the corner. I, say, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I got appreciate. my, foot, my yeah. feet rubbed at the at the yeah. spa. And the then, guy offering free exams at right outside the Hufford and did it require follow-up, and did you actually follow up? Uh, when's the last time you had uh, blood work done, besides by law enforcement? Um, <laughs> and was there anything notable, such as high cholesterol or discovery of Vulcan blood? Uh, Could happen. Any drug use that you care to admit? Be as honest as possible. Uh, do you know what an advanced directive is, and do you have one? 
can you describe your diet? And we talked about this, a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being super size me lifestyle and 10 being a kosher-free, uh, a kosher tree-hugging vegan. Um, do you think that it's fair that Pluto got kicked out of the solar system? How many Doobie Brothers are there? Uh, do you take any prescription meds? Um, what are they? And can I bum a couple? That one, <laughs> yeah. that one I like. Uh, I can't give you any, but I can sell you some. <laughs> I got some for sale. I didn't, I didn't ask to buy. <laughs> and then finally, uh, how many hours a week do you watch TV, play video games, uh, or spend on electronic devices? So this is the information we're looking at. Um, and then, uh, of course, Russ knows us all a little bit, too. So hopefully that got taken into account. So... Um, if there's anything else you want to add about the evaluation, or otherwise we should start with the least likely to die first, uh, of course, leading up to our big winner. <laughs> our loser. <laughs> Grand loser. prize winner. <laughs> can we, yeah, can we, we can say, can the, we say the names? Or? Oh, yeah, yeah names. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So the yeah. least to worst, right? And, and just right. as a reminder, the, the three that did not contribute have been weighted yes. uh, based on your experience and included okay. in the death pool. So we actually gave Bev the lowest risk of dying. Wow. What a loser. Really? Wow. She's a woman. We've got what? 10 woman, years that's on that's you guys. Huge, oh, I see. huge factor. Well, that's, that's, when it just, comes to heart disease, we've got 10 years. Is that right? That's yep. the common thing? That About, uh, Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Because I, I got to say, I had uh, Taylor... Or, uh, uh, or Beardy yeah. at the bottom of the list. For sure. Um, Who is, is Taylor one of the three that's not here? He's yes. not here. Yeah. Uh, he's screwed. Um, so, okay. So, Bevo odds? is oh, least likely to die. Congratulations, Bevo. And her odds? Give her odds of 45 to 1. Okay. Wow. 45 to 1, Whoa. 45 to one that she'll die first. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. My, good, good my, my sphincter puckered a little bit. Like, I'm actually, I'm now I'm nervous. <laughs> right. Why? Because you, did you really expect you were going to be last? No. Oh, okay. No. But just because uh, I, I guess I expected for her to be last, I, I expected those numbers to be wider. Oh, I see. Mm. Like a higher top ratio number, right? They're going to so, get, they're going to okay. get wider. Okay. <laughs> All right. And not in a good way. Fuck. <laughs> So, hey. It's about to go down. <laughs> at at least right. we don't have to sit through all of our funerals. <laughs> See? That's true. Okay. This should put stress on Bev. Right. No. She got buried She's been playing all of our funerals. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go ahead. Next? Yeah. Drum roll, please. All right. Warren. Whoa! Wow. Hey, beardy. Damn, I have to sit through everybody else's except Bevo's really? funeral. Really? That's Beardy? Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe we need to put him a little. Higher. That's true. Well, I do agree that you gave me a bad ranking. I, okay. I mean, there's there's certainly reasons why we put everyone where they are. Okay. okay. And are we re- we we re-ranking him? We no, him? we're not. Yeah. Okay. okay. Accidental death, I feel like, should be a factor. I, I, that age, I think age, age height, and weight. Um, I think Dr. Carolyn's feeling like he's full. He was full of shit on his questionnaire. Now that she's met well, him, one thing you like. should have asked is how many stitches have you had in your life? <laughs> because I think my count would probably be higher than a lot of the people in in the B. Not being able to see low objects and running into them does not count. Yeah. <laughs> or sharp objects. Yeah, your, your familiarity with sharp objects. All right. Well, you're close to where I thought you'd be. Well, um, oh, yeah. Tell him the number. So we gave him thirty to one. Thirty wow. to one. Moving up, buddy. <laughs> Room to grow. <sighs> is, <laughs> JP gets is, more nervous. Is everybody really as comfortable with this as I am, or are you guys fucking freaking out right now? Like JP, you're kind of freaking out. Yeah. And Beardy, do you give a shit? Are you good with your mortality? Well, yeah. I mean, it's okay. gonna. 
I'm not going to care afterwards, right? I'm just checking. Doc, Let's, are you comfortable? I've lived longer than anybody in this room. Yeah, okay. I'm good. <laughs> right. I've seen some shit. My anxiety centers around my mortality. <laughs> Did you take something before the show? No. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> let's, let's put it in relative terms. Let's say we were all going to die in a 10-year period 40 years from now. Okay. Then I see. Then who would be the first to go 40 years from now rather than it's going to happen tomorrow or who's no, already no, gone no, no 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 I don't like this no, okay. yeah that's no, too no, nice no, no. I don't want to add that caveat okay yeah sorry JP knows what he got himself into okay. yeah, I and do I, I'm talking like <laughs> fucking it could happen like right now uh. <laughs> oh, my DNR will be up way before I mean, that I mean, I'm kind of curious what's going to happen to Taylor uh, well he's yeah young. he's not in the Taylor bottom Taylor and Shimki I think are younger than me so okay alright yeah. who's next <laughs> The person who gave the most information was uh, if they're in this room. I guess you could. They're say not in this room. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, Brian, you say it is anyway. Yeah, Brian. Brian Shar. No, Brian. Oh. No, Brian Shar. Brian Christ. Cooper. <laughs> Brian Cooper. Yeah, oh, okay. gave the most information. My, my co-host on Doctor Home. He did yeah. give a lot of information. Oh, okay. Score sheets. All right, he's low on the deck. <laughs> he's and, a score sheet guy, dude. Yeah. And w- was it both the actual information he gave and his willingness to give information that I weighted think so. him? Yeah, okay. Because yeah. we we have to fill in the blanks for people like Warren that didn't provide <laughs> answers, and you know, I I know maybe Warren wasn't totally. Off. Yeah, I said I like chunky peanut butter. That wasn't the right no, answer. Me too. Uh, no. Oh. Chunky peanut butter is the best. That's what? the only one that has peanuts in it. No peanut butter is the best. Yeah, that's probably true. So, okay. You, uh, yeah. We can bring out well, the Academy a, Awards people to explain we did our have ranking. a little difference of opinion over the Doobie Brothers question, but. I see. What was the right answer? <laughs> There's no well, right depends. answer. His answer I'm, I'm sure Brian gave you a paragraph on the fucking Doobie <laughs> right. Brothers, too. Yeah. He actually depends did. Depends on the year. He did, yeah. What was his. Uh, 25 to 1. Wow. Okay. Oh. Jesus Christ. Do you agree or not? I don't, I don't know. know. Well, notice how the the difference no, between me and Bev was 15 points. Yeah. And the difference between me and Brian is five. five. It's, 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 it's narrowing yeah. fast. Yeah. Bev just texted me. She goes, hell yeah. <laughs> She's gonna have another beer and a burrito. <laughs> By the way, we just we just jinxed her. She's gonna have a heart attack tonight. Oh, yeah. And she said she's not going to any of our funerals. So that sucks. Thanks, that. We didn't have to, we just have to yeah. plan them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't have to go. Yeah. Thank you. Just order the food. Right. Don't worry, guys. I'll know, I'll know if she did or did not go to your funeral. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah you Can she You apparently will. Right. All hey. right. Next up. <sighs> I'm nervous right. for you guys. <laughs> This is Scott. Moskowitz. Which Scott? Moskowitz. Oh, right. oh okay. okay. Moscow's on there now. Low right. on the list. All right. He's um, 20 to 1. 20 to 1. 20 and to one. do you want, without uh, you know discussing details, even general factors that put him at, at this? Uh, you know. Hmm. Let's see. We felt there was Ooh. a group... Of people that were close in terms of yeah. their lifestyles. Okay. Mm. Not knowing them, but based on the information they gave us, be it honest or not. Yeah. That there really wasn't a lot of risk factors, right? Right. Or they sort of like, there was like conflicting sort of risk factors. My diet's great, but I drink a ton every day and I smoke and la, 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 la. I see. But my diet's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Which, I, I, which one of those? Oh, you answers, gotta, you gotta balance these things right, out. Yeah. Which one trumps? If you exercise a lot, good question. And, but you eat like shit. 
how does that factor into your net ranking? It's hard to tell. That's where you're, it's hard to tell. It depends what you're eating. Oh, okay. Yeah. And if you smoke, forget it. This is where the answer is to like. So that's the Trump. This is where the Doobie Brothers pressure comes in. I think I know who's at number one. (laughs) (laughs) I think we already knew who's at number one. Uh, Uh, Does it change things if I tell you that Moscow's a pathological liar? (laughs) That is true. Does that help? Maybe. Also, he will be very unhappy about his 20 to 1 odds. Oh, you know, he'll be like, no! I want to see the data. Yeah. Yeah. All well, right, Moscow, just, you're just, 20 to 1. Just to support some of his answers, mm-hmm. do you smoke cigarettes or vape? No. Any heart history problems in your direct family? No. And these are big questions. That, yeah. So I, okay. I, I, we have to assume he's telling the truth. So what made him not Bevo, for example? Oh, yeah. Oh, he doesn't have... He's, he's a male. He's, he's, yeah, oh, there's male. that 10-year thing you're talking about. Okay, okay, fair yeah. enough. All right, good, good. All right, who's next? You guys getting nervous? No. The, the three other guys in the room? Yeah, anybody who doesn't know where they're ranked? Yeah. Are you getting yeah. nervous? No, I'm fine. It's great. Yeah. Anyone want to guess where they are? No. No. <laughs> Just go. Uh. I'm getting, let's see, of the people, well, we haven't heard about, yeah, I think we well, should we guess still haven't heard rank. about Taylor or Kim. Well, right. right. That's what um, I'm concerned about. What, what are the Taylor people that didn't answer? I'm concerned about my buddy. <laughs> who are the people and that didn't Taylor. answer? And Taylor. Did Taylor and Kim not? We we only I know, gave it to I know them Kim did. Yeah, I, I okay. don't know if Taylor did or not. Oh, okay. I only have. There's no Taylor. I'm going to put Kim next. I think she's got to be coming up. I only have four mm. people left that, that I saw answers for. Oh really? Oh. Well, I know. I know Tisa didn't do it. I know and, Jay didn't do it. I know Keith didn't do it from the other half of Doctor Homebrew. Um, I don't know if Taylor actually did it or not. Okay, but we have. But if there's only potentially four, that's we Jamel have Jamel. And you guys. We know we have Taylor, Jamel. Kim. I know we have Kim. Who? Me, you, Doc. We have we have six people left. Uh, I don't have a Kim. The, the numbers are. You off. don't have a Kim. Okay. She's told me that she sent it to you. So what's her email? I'll look it up real quick. I don't Say it out loud. So yeah. Yeah. She actually she actually forwarded it to me, and I was like, I'm not going to read this. Send it to Rush. She goes, I did. Well, then why are you sending it to me? Maybe she wanted you to read it. Maybe. Oh, maybe we need to recalculate. No. Uh, uh, well, we, this could change. There were three people I sent. JP lesson that I didn't hear from. Let's forget it. Let's yeah. leave Kim out okay. of the death okay. pool. It's no big deal. She's young and healthy, and a I don't want to jinx her, but Wait. she's probably doing okay. Um, and I don't want to rearrange the whole list of this yeah, one. That, that's this email. may not be the last time we call you in to okay. do the death yeah. pool. So, uh, if somebody dies in the, that's in the middle, we re rank. Yeah. 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 Or if anybody drastically changes their life. <laughs> the, <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't even finish this. Like, <laughs> What's his ranking again? The left side, my left temple is starting to get yeah. sore. Yeah. So let's yeah. continue on. All right. Uh, who's after Moscow? All right. So this is uh, Doc. Doc! Oh, what yeah. the fuck, oh, Doc? Oh, that's you exactly lied your ass off on this questionnaire. Nah. I, did get the, I did get the diet wrong, though. Okay. He did get the diet wrong. Yeah, he said That's he okay. did it back. We gave him a 17 to 1. Good. Why is Doc ranked here? Uh, he's not in his 30s anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not even uh-huh. They don't make him like they used to. Yeah, he's built like a tank. Uh, again, um, any heart problems? No. Doesn't, drink or, doesn't smoke or cigarettes or vape. Uh did you say you exercise four to five times a week, except I, when life gets in the way? Yeah, exactly. So, so he never fucking exercises. Right. He has right. exercised yeah. for 30 years. Life gets go, in the way a lot of the time. I go two or three months of doing that, and then 
and then I don't for two months, and then I get back into it again. So. Okay. Doc- so when you say when life gets in the way, you mean like for months at a time when life gets in the way? Yes. Oh, okay. You don't know Doc. Uh, Would you like know. to change his yeah, ranking? Doc, Doc's life gets in the way, uh, he derails. Yeah. Th- by the way, there is no Doc's life without something in the way. Right. Right, <laughs> right now. I feel like that is life. Well, we'd like to change him to 27 to 1. <laughs> 20, instead of 17? Yes. Okay. Uh, Twenty-seven the, to one. Wait, that, that moves him down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. If I now freak Brian's out up. right now about fucking pens not working, do I get moved up the Uh-oh. list? Yeah, this isn't really. looking good. Need one pen. <laughs> so that moves him yeah. up. So Scott is more likely to die than doctor. You're gonna let the doctor see you melt down? Yes, I can't handle that. <laughs> or are you moving him down? Yeah. And there's a glass yeah. full of pens. <laughs> right, you picked the oh, 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 only I'm, one I'm word. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me make. I I, I did go the wrong direction. Okay, yeah, he's more he's more likely. Let me see what the next one is. Wait, we're keeping Doc right there at 27? No, we're, 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 we're evaluating. evaluating. Ten, right ten to one. I might have to get well, really? ten to one. And he yeah. still stays in the same place? Yeah. Well, he, he had some good answers. <laughs> Wait a second. He was 17 to one, right. then went to 27. No, no, no. I, can, no, I went no, no 27 was the wrong one. Ten to one. Do you know what an advanced directive is, and do you have one? He said it's posted on my refrigerator. <laughs> yeah. Which is a doc answer, by the yeah, way. Right. If somebody happens to find you in your, you know. That's the first place in your the paramedics look is on the refrigerator. Really? It's good. Yeah. It's probably true. Yeah. And no, I don't have it on the refrigerator. Uh, maybe I should read your refrigerator. <laughs> <but> you should. <laughs> he, he said my diet, uh, lots of salads, chicken, fruit, minimal fast food, occasional steak is still a welcome companion. Yeah. Wow. Are this you writing fucking a fucking bullshit. novel? A welcome yeah. companion? Such you haven't eaten around me lately. Uh, oh, so lately. Li- okay. Uh, See? So he's going weeks. through a little fucking run the of a last, health kick. Yeah. Last six months. Oh, my God. Doc, I'm sorry, but you yeah. are full of shit right now. Well, 10 to 1 is you're, pretty low. Yeah. You're looking at you like your life as a whole. No, I but wasn't. But the last couple I'm like, I'm, of years, Doc? I'm looking at the last since I... Since Tuesday? Since I've been out on my own. How about that? And you're making friends with steaks. All right. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, I, I'm not going to deny I don't like a steak once in a while. Mm-hmm. All right. So this would actually be... He would actually be third based on our final... Our, our Even our with your lies, you're still yeah. third. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Third? Yeah. Based on the next person. Yeah, there's, there's only like two people left in the room. Yeah, two more. However, you, I thought we were going to put the others in the ranking. I haven't gotten to them yet. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm wow. Sorry. So they're high. We, we, uh, you're right. Okay. Because I want to get. Yeah. I want us to like move uh, to number one. Right? All right. And if they're in the ranking somewhere. Right. Should I tell you the ranking of the people that aren't in the, that didn't answer? Unless they're number one. They're not. Okay. I gave them five to one. You gave them wow. all five to one. Because I had no information other than assuming that. And, and, and I'm sorry to the. To the person whose email I didn't see. Uh, but, oh, it's all right. Don't worry. About but it. The, she's probably five to one. She's probably Kim. dead already. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so five to one that they will die before any of us, but they don't have an official ranking in the death pool. The five to one's their ranking. I think that's a fair assessment. Okay. Yeah. I mean, okay. if Doc is ten to one, yeah, and he at least answered. Answered, yeah, truthful or not. Okay, so right. I'll take a have... picture of my refrigerator, and then you'll just eat shit. So, <laughs> so let me let me get this straight. We have two people left that three. did answer. Three, three people oh. left that answered. Right. It was originally me. originally I had Doc oh, at right. seventeen to one. Yeah, and, and Jamel. 
and Jamel. Oh. So I, I feel a little better. I underestimated his death potential. <laughs> I, I, have to, I have to say, of all the people that did answer the, that I know and don't really know, I trusted Jamel's answers not as much. Not as much. Mm, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, heretic. <laughs> That's fine. Um, okay, so we've got three left. Yep. And then, however, our odds could could still be better than those that didn't answer. So just keep that. Okay. In no, mind, they, you said were they number one? Uh, you said no, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. So they pretty yeah. much can't be. You want to, <laughs> Dr. Carolyn would <laughs> like to announce. No, I gotta say, in, if, we, if we gave if we gave Doc ten to one, yeah, we maybe need to adjust this one. Okay. So right. So is Doc now number two? No, we're not. We're not no. adjusting. No, no, no. Oh, okay. all right. Even though you know he's gonna, a fucking liar now. Yeah, right. Yeah. So <laughs> it gets my stress the whole way. We're gonna make this one nine to one. <laughs> so we're gonna. Jamel is nine to one. Right. So we're still going in Wait, order. So oh, Jamel's so next. So Jamel is the new number four. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Jamil's nine no, to one. He's, he's number three. Well, we gave originally. Oh, I, wait. I had put I had put him at twelve. And Doc is 17, forgetting about the others. But we've actually given Doc 10 to 1. I'm sorry. Okay. Those are the worst pins, dude. <laughs> I'll take 10 to 1. I'll take I like those odds. And Jamel, like Jamel, is, better, but... Jamel is 9 to 1. I got him here too, Jay, so don't worry about it. Jamel has factors that I don't think he actually put in his... His answers. Okay. Like, so like, like the guy who a has a, a severe medical history and is lying ranks lower than we do. <laughs> you and right, I. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I fucking hate Rush. This is a mistake. Tasty's right. I'm leaving. I, gotta, I, I didn't even think about that, that Jamil. Yeah, he's got a little history, and yeah. he's older, and he's, he's a stressed out mother. Like, oh. I'm pretty stressed out. Yeah. That fucking guy. Wow. All right. You, now, I don't know Jamel well, yeah, but yeah. would you agree with, with I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, what then, what, Every time I see him, he's just like wrung out, man. Beardy? Yeah. Man. Actually, what? tasty aside, Jamil is the one that I. It's it, it's pretty much me, tasty, and Jamil in the in the fucking lineup is how okay. I how I've mentally seen it for years now. Um, yeah. Tasty because he's Moses. Jamil and I because. Our lifestyle decisions. Okay. Basically. But JP's the wild card. Yeah, he is. I actually expected to see JP on this me list already. Me too, I am bro. surprised that you, you are me or my anxiety but, as well. So it's basically between you and I at the top. I know, right and I now. fucking hate that. By wild card, I meant at the top of the list, not wild card at the bottom of the list. Right. Can we go to the phone board to see who uh, people are voting for? <laughs> is there a Without Bevo tonight, there are no phones, okay. unfortunately. Oh. Um, but what's fucked up... I'm highly up engaged. ...is Tasty's... Unwillingness to participate, right. which I get now. Yeah. Well, just keep <laughs> that. That's oh, throwing this with, whole thing off. Well, keep that as solace that okay. if, if you land at, even at number two, uh, you might not actually be number two. You you could you could be okay. number at the at the most sure. you could be number three. Right. So, <laughs> so with Christ. age comes wisdom. Uh, right. Plus, if 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 randomly Shimke would have uh, listed a, a history of heroin use, mm-hmm. you could you could be right. number four on the list. And all of her boyfriends so yes <laughs> okay. well a- after this i will forward you her email and then you can get me back to me with a re-ranking or something <laughs> no no no. we're not re-ranking until the next full no not re-ranking but I, I will put her into the, the your own based, mental ranking exactly no, based on he can sleep based, better. based on her ratio i, I will see. i will place her appropriately okay all right, the number two most likely to die <laughs> yeah. on the Brewing uh, Network. Oh. 
how can this not be personal at this point? I don't oh, man. This is amazing. I feel like you guys could just stare at each you other. Have, you have no idea what a victory <laughs> I will consider it at this point to God. be number two. Oh, my God. It's job. a real shocker oh. here, Brad. <laughs> two heavyweights going what, at it. What an upset. Valve to valve. You know, if that's the wrong answer, you'll be thrown out immediately. Has oh, my bar-, bar bill been paid yet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember who you're sitting closest to. Uh, well, the yeah. last time I've I'm seen this. piss myself. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Should I tell the story that we talked about? Yeah. Oh, okay. wait. Did you right. get I have extra a information? I have a, I have a backstory. Okay. When I was catering mm-hmm. weddings, there would be tons and tons of people. And the... There would be a buffet of food, and the bride and groom would always go first. Mm-hmm. They'd be the most special people there. Then next yeah. would come their family, right? They would get to go eat next. <coughs> Meanwhile, the people that aren't as important in the in the wedding get seated way in the back. Mm-hmm. The wedding crashers. Okay. The wedding crashers, right. So as a little peon caterer, we, it was our job to go dismiss tables one at a time with the bride and groom, then the family, and then the people that were less important toward the back. Till you got to the very, very back when there would be two tables left. Mm -hmm. These people have been sitting there for half an hour, 45 minutes. The food is probably cold. Mm -hmm. Probably not very good. They're they're regretting that they even bought the toaster that they gave to these people or whatever. (laughs) And they're looking at you like, you can pick us, you can pick them. Who's it going to be? Yeah. And in the end... I sent them both up at the same time. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see what's happening. I don't here. like this story. No, no, yeah, no, 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 no. There has to be good. a winner no. and a loser. This is, is not soccer. Uh, <laughs> no, no, that, that's like kickball when you're picking sides and you yeah. get down to the last well, no. few losers and they just go and you guys go over there and you guys go over there. They don't even pick. So I'm already so, being close. All right, and no. it is close. Okay. So if we read between the lines, that means Russ did not have the heart to tell his friend, JP. (laughs) That he's number one. All right. Go ahead. So you're tied by your scientific data. Before you say who won, you want to tell them what the odds are for for second? We gave this one seven to two. Seven to two. Most likely to die first is the second which means what? <laughs> Wait, what Number are the one is for, seven yeah. to one? Three to one. <laughs> oh, wow. Jesus. wow. That's a spread. A it's, little one. But it is a second, it is a first. Yeah. Compared yeah. to 45 to one? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bullshit. Yeah, it's a long shot. All right, who's number two? This is going to be to JP. Ooh. Mostly oh. because he answered that there are 12 D Doobie Brothers. <laughs> oh, he's oh, a bias. What? Uh, we had to wait, go with the... Was he seven to two? Okay. Seven to two. Yeah. Uh, by the way, did, we already said that the people that I didn't get responses from were five to one, right? Right. Okay. Uh, and so I gave you, Justin, three to one. Three to one chance that I will die first. No support, No upset no. here. Yeah. No. Uh, based on? Uh, the answer is given. Go on. Elaborate. Um, I think he feels bad even for your health yeah. history. <laughs> <laughs> your uh, risk well, factors. first of all, you just ate Chipotle when you answered that. <laughs> yeah, so that's good. Th- that could no, be that could be death killer right there. What a death killer? Okay. Yeah, didn't they, did yeah. they have some Ebola breakout or something? I did because like I had weighed myself. I was I was like, well, that's it's it's a little over what I should be. I just ate Chipotle, so that's why I added it. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, the and I, without giving a lot of personal information out. Sure. Do you smoke cigarettes or vape? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we that. did remember. So yeah, that that's one, a key factor. That's a yeah. key factor. The smoking. Yeah. Um, not answering, of course. The Doobie Brothers helped you. 
It helped me. It helped you. Just to Russ, not to me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I was ultimately... And I put, like, the heart trouble, uh, I put that shit in there. Was that a factor? Like, uh, family history of it, uh, basically. Yes. And Dr. Carol, I can speak to that. Yeah. That's a a big one. Yeah. Yeah. How old was your... How old? My dad? Yeah. Yeah. Um... I want to say like sixty five, and and by he, the way, the, he, the surgery I'm talking about was was years ago. Like he had the quadruple bypass. Like uh, yeah, when shit, did that happen? I want to say almost ten years ago. So in his fifties, and he doesn't. He stopped smoking after that, but smoked since he was like uh, like two uh, until then. <laughs> <laughs> so does, does spare dad count? And a number of other things. I didn't put spare dad in there, although uh, he did die of a massive heart but attack. But he's not well. a direct to it. Yeah. Correct. Right. But he did cause stress in his life. And smoke three packs a day around me my whole life. Yeah. So uh, basically, I've been also smoking since I was two. I'd like so, to add just a footnote that I'm praying that you outlive JP. I mean, thank you. I actually told JP. <laughs> At the beginning, I said, you'll probably go first, not knowing who was in it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I said, actually, you'll probably live the longest, because that's the jerk that usually lives the longest. I see, yeah. Oh, right. So I did qual- I want to qualify that. Right. So Thank that was actually that- a compliment, because it would make you not a jerk if you yeah. died yeah. first. Right. But what I meant was, right. he'll live the longest, because nobody likes it. Right. That's true. <laughs> I think I speak for all people on... Three, I have a three to one chance of dying so, first. Uh, and the, the, the the heart issues with the the family only listed as far back as parents. My grandfather, not oh, Jesus Christ, it's too late. Super young. Dr. Carolyn's hands shaking. No, I, no. I had two grandfathers no. die younger. Does that matter? You're no. thirty to oh, one, Warren. Okay, what do you want, Warren? I wish they had died before they <laughs> had kids. Okay, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Yeah. I wish they died at two. You by the way, stop trying to move up are, the death pool. Are you just trying to live longer, JP, by being an even bigger jerk? Yes. God damn it. <laughs> you ugly fuck. <laughs> you might outlive Bevo. Good. You keep this up. Fuck her, too. <laughs> wow. So, there you have it. I'll read you the list again. Least likely to die, Bevo. Second least likely, Beardo, Beardy. Beardo. Beardo. <laughs> Goes up to Brian Cooper, then Moscow, and Doc rounding out the middle of the list. Uh, then you've got Jamil, 9 to 1 chance, Jamil. You might want to think about your life choices. Uh, JP. Wait, wait, the three way tie. The three way tie between to one. Tasty J oh, and right. Kim. Yeah. Oh. The unanswered. Well, wait, so they're in between JP and me. No, no, no. no five to five one. To one. Five yeah. To, yeah. Seven to two is three and a half to one. Three and a half to one. Oh, I see. So Jamil, <sighs> and then, then we stick Tasty and whoever the other two are, Kim and, and Taylor, I guess, in there. Um, oh, and Jay. So I got I got to put Jay. Taylor in there, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, JP coming in a strong second. <laughs> Basically, he'll have a heart attack while throwing dirt on uh, your grave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and Justin, uh, no surprise, uh, a three-to-one chance of dying before all of you winning once again, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Going out a winner. Right, by the way, we got to wrap this up. I need a cigarette. <laughs> go. Well, I, need a, I need a beer and a smoke. They did say that Maybe JP, a beat, Coke. JP beat you by one shitty joke about the Doobie Brothers. Right. Yeah. That was that was, so, that was well, the, here's the more important question. How do I move down the death pool? <laughs> uh, don't ask cancer right again. Stupid answers like Tufty. <laughs> it, it hurt. It, it really right, hurt. I'll change my ways. If you die, for example, you'll be off of it entirely. So that's true. You, that, you know, yeah, mentally, that's true. that will help. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> No, like what? Like what can like what can we, like Jay can just quit smoking or whatever, but I don't smoke, so 
I can't do that. Yeah, let, let me ask that. Uh, With the other info I put on there, just out of curiosity, if there was the no smoking, uh, w- would I have moved much? Greatly? A little? None? Well, you know, you didn't answer a lot of the important questions. Oh, my like, God. Oh. Like Pluto, Doobie Brothers. He's Come on. you got to be kidding so that me. You must be hiding something that you don't mm-hmm. want to answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're hiding something. It, it's hard to fix things like family history. Yeah. Or intelligence. Yeah. <laughs> General knowledge. Yeah. You're well taken, Doc. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. It's like, I feel like my family history isn't terrible. But my, JP, the my writing is on changed. the wall. Shit. <laughs> oh wow, right. it is on the wall. But maybe like what? I need like exercise more or what? Like what? You what do, what do I do? Know what? Oh. I don't. All oh. those things. Oh. Exercise more. Worry less. You'll be fine. Chips right. and candy. I'm pretty good. More of it? Yeah. I'm pretty good with my huh. diet. More of it. Yeah. Stale wow. chips. Take your cat for a walk. <laughs> yeah, more cat walking. Any more? I'm too sexy for the catwalk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> None of you, none of shirt. you will ever be Bebo. I think that's that's important to know. Well, I mean, yeah, that spread is yeah. miraculous. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah, it is. The Beardy, you shut up. You're right there. Thirty <laughs> to one. Shut the fuck up, Beardy. Yeah, but I can't overcome her, her one to forty-five odds. Well, she has. What can I do for that? She's. She, you can't make up the ten years that she has. You can't grow a vagina, basically. She's in almost. Lab, she's she's almost ten years could. older than me, isn't she? <clears throat> there is that I operation. Don't think so. How she's old, not that old. I don't know how old dude. she is. How old are you? Uh, we share any 31. Forget, 31. She's not 41, dude. Yeah. I said almost. She's not 40, dude. <laughs> she's, no. not, yeah. she's, she's not, not even, even close. To she's like she listed, 37. She listed her no. age at 26. Not even that. Oh, okay. That sounds right. No, she, yeah. lied. She, she put 33. Yeah. I'm kidding, people. Oh, yeah. She's even younger. That's yeah. right. I feel like she rounded down age. three years. Wow. <laughs> it just seems like she's been around here longer. <laughs> well, JP, how are you going to do tonight? Are you okay? Is my, this gonna... I, my chest hurts a little bit. Okay. But yeah. I'm, I'm okay. Well, My bladder like... is three quarters full right now. Would you like Dr. Carolyn to take your pulse or anything? Or <laughs> no. Because like... it would be, it will be <laughs> probably high. <laughs> Because I don't, I don't like this. And, and she might move you from two to one. Yes. You think? Um, now okay. my chest hurts. All right. Well, I feel like I have won today. Um, I also uh, yeah. Yeah. a small victory. I yeah. also feel like if I want to change my attitude on life, I have the chance, the most chance for improvement of all of you. More exercise or what? I need to know. You win by yeah. bumping somebody else ahead of you, or somebody dies. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, J- I think JP would genuinely like to I know do. what I mean, he has to yeah. do to maybe improve his chances yeah. in life. Have you moved away from Russ yet? <laughs> Russ moved away from me, oh. and then I'm moving farther away. So. <laughs> that might help. Incrementally, okay. it's getting better. There you go. That could move Jamil above you. Yeah. <laughs> um, anything else? Do you have to exercise? or? Uh, I mean, I think you know these. Yes, of course you should exercise. Well, I know I exercise, um, but I, I don't how do you, know. How do you eliminate stress? Right. Finish the divorce. Uh, heroin. <laughs> I don't think that's a good way to eliminate okay. stress. All right. Well, I'll just assume that I should exercise more frequently than I do now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You start tomorrow? I'll fucking run home, dude. <laughs> I'll run home. I think more IPA uh, in your diet. Think so? Think yeah. that's what it is? Yeah. yeah the cloudy type. Uh, Whatever. B12 deficiency? I didn't like this game. <laughs> I'm perfectly you were comfortable. Place. You were so close. No, he thought he, he thought I was going to be ahead of him. 
I thought yeah. most of y'all y'all was gonna be fucking ahead of me. <laughs> well, oh man, you want to go have a cigarette with me and relax a little <laughs> bit? <laughs> Take the edge off. Kind of do. Uh, yeah, nicotine will calm you down. I, I'm happy cigarette? with the result. I, you yeah. know what? I've had a good time so far on this earth. Right. It's fine. It's good being on top. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be the king. Victory again. Dead. Look, mom, on top of the world. See, I don't know how to lose, guys. <laughs> Where did you expect you were going to end up, Jason? Justin? Oh, totally. Number one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The only my only question actually was if uh, if Tasty had had participated, okay. and and frankly, yeah. that's you know it was just it's not even genetics. He could have done almost anything and probably may, maybe been at the top. I would have found it more of a victory if I was more likely to die than Tasty. I would have felt that that it would have been much sweeter. Yeah, it would have been like a real achievement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I was hoping that we could get that data, but unfortunately, you know, we could not. I think he's skewing Um, everything. Yeah, Yeah. we could make it up. Like I don't think it would have seven to two odds if Tasty had been in there. Right. That's my opinion. Yeah. But what are you going to do? Whatever helps you. As it stands, we should all accept the results. uh, Work to improve them if you choose. And uh, uh, I hope you know that the two of you have been have been wonderful, which uh, uh, now makes you our de facto uh, Brewing Network medical professionals. That's true. That's That's true. Correct statement. Thank you. Also, now I have a headache. Like it or not. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So I have this thing on my back. I need you to look at. (laughs) I'll be right over. Uh, Put you twelve inches up my butt. Drop your shorts. (laughs) On your lower back. Uh, yeah. Hello, hello. My, my inside lower back. <laughs> Could you find us a proctologist next time, Russ? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I would. Don't uh, point the finger. Genuinely <laughs> like to thank you for your time and expertise yes. on this. It's a lot of fun to have you guys come in, so I appreciate that very much. Russ, thanks for putting this together. Thanks, uh, thank JP, uh, well you. done. Thank you. Uh, finally well. getting uh, an actual death pool. Uh, <laughs> Certified. We'll see what we do with it now. We've yeah. you know, we got uh, to put together a Super Bowl graph. Uh, that's true. It's called chart, and um, yeah, I feel like before NHC we should try to like maybe revisit, or maybe after NHC revisit where we would be. I don't know. No, we got to put There's some time on yeah. it. You okay. know, I think right. uh, the changes don't happen overnight, right, Doctor? Yeah. Two right. or three people yeah. did qualify their answers by saying my life would be different if I answered this right after NHC. <laughs> Just, just, yeah. just to be okay. fair. To be fair. That, yeah. Yeah. Okay. One of the odds are not we're going to die at uh, NHC. No one said uh, that. Hmm. Now, clearly, me, it could happen to me or JP. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're not a one-to-one. Yeah. That's true. I, and and frankly, if I landed at the top, I expected it to be somewhere around the, the two-to-one range. Um, so I, yeah, so I did good there too. Yeah. All right, God bless. Good yeah. on you. Yeah. yeah. All right, you two. Thank you so Thank much. You. you don't have to yeah. run out. Stay with us. We're going to wrap things up right now, anyway. Uh, but I appreciate your time and uh, happy to get that off our chest, huh, JP? Yeah, I feel so much better right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Do we so all need to better. go home with you? <laughs> Make sure nothing bad happens. Maybe. All right. Don't forget to go over to Beersmith and get your free homebrew software. Well, it's free twenty-one day trial anywhere. You can check it out yourself. Go to beersmith.com. Also, go to Adam and Eve, and um, you know you can get uh, you can probably relieve stress by uh, purchasing things over at Adam and Eve. Use coupon code B N A R M Y B N Army, and you get uh, like free shipping, and you can pick a dildo for half price, whatever. All that you know, all the stuff. All the things. Um, just go over to AdamandEve.com and do that. Make your life better at AdamandEve.com. I just invented that slogan. What, for that. what is, <laughs> make your life better? Yeah. As a doctor, how does getting a dildo for half price affect your stress level in life? Good question. What's your professional opinion, Doc? Dirt. <laughs> <laughs>
I had to, to cut out that one. Sure. <laughs> you almost got an answer. <laughs> Anything? You're making me blush. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, you know she's a cardiologist, right? It doesn't Heart matter. Doctor. It's all the same. Yeah. It's muscles. Tell you how to use yeah. Uh, also, uh, don't forget that Brewers Publications has recently put out the all-new How to Brew, uh, John Palmer's uh, newest rendition of the book, and it is fantastic. So check all that out. Next week, we got St. Arnold Brewing Company on the program. I will not be here, but uh, JP and the crew will be yes. holding down the fort and doing a great job, not dying, and um, providing great content on the show. Too soon. <laughs> so thanks, everybody, and I'll see you when I can. We got Twitter game. Oh, damn it. Okay. <laughs> but the music's already coming up. Mm. I can do it all real fast. Go. Okay. Uh, so it was who, which uh, part of the BN crew do you want to hang out with in the bunker for the next um, road trip? I wonder uh, if it's now been altered. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Blobber Glop uh, wrote in, said, me and Justin, none of any of you other fuckers. Yeah, that's my dude. Uh, Lloyd uh, McClover wrote in, he said, my attorney, my sober driver, my massage therapist, my bodyguard, my hangover doctor. Sorry, BN, no room for you guys. Okay. It's too bad. Clayton says, all of you are God tier, including Doc, but I would exclude Doc. I'm sure I would die or worse, survive, mm. never to be the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Austin wrote in and said, uh, God tier group would be Roger and Brendan Moylan. Oh. We would read. We could wow. read their beer reviews while driving and eat pie. That would be fun. Mm. Drink popsicle. Yeah, that kind of would be fun. He just wants to see Roger's ass. Right. Uh, we saw a lot of that this week. We did. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Angle says uh, the inventor of the NEIPA, JP, and Doctor Bamforth. Because I just haven't heard enough discussion on this topic. And then nice. finally, uh, our friend Pete the Dink wrote in and said, "I've seen enough." I'll pass. Okay. I vote the New England IPA one. What there do you, think? you go. All right. That's our Good winner. Good job, Jeff. Nice oh. work, buddy. Thanks for playing. And, um, I mean, you didn't win the death pool or anything, but you won something important. So, there you have it. No take-home gifts? Email Bevo, because she'll be the last one around. <laughs> that's right. When we're all gone, Bevo will still be sending out prizes. Oh, right. She better be. From the Hop Grenade Studios. All right. Is that going to do it? That's going to do it. All right. Thanks, everybody. JP's going to take you out of here. Thank you to our show sponsor, More Beer. You can get absolutely everything you need to make great beer at home by going to morebeer.com. Matt Kahn from Big Ditch Brewing out of Buffalo sent us some beer and hung out to chat about his take on brewing beers, the New York beer scene, and everything in between. Find out more over at bigditchbrewing.com. Also, thanks to Tech, Russ, and Dr. Carolyn for ranking us in the death pool and forcing our life insurance premiums up. Merge your love of Disneyland with your lack of engaging podcast and go to earsuppodcast.com as JP, Terrence, Bevo, and Taryn talk about all things Disney. Get on Twitter for some good beer insight at Homebrew Info and follow Nate Smith and Nathan Homebrew, Mike McDowell at Tasty McD, Warren being stuck over at another beardy, and the great Beverly crushing cyberspace at Bevo One. However, JP thinks Twitter's dead, and you should follow him on Instagram at Major Jib. Today's show is produced by Bevo and JP, and your host has been Justin. Be sure to find the Brew Network on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Cherry.